you know, have our witty banter. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is going on? It's them confirming all I thought you were going to say it's advising your donor slow. <laughs> just like, it sends bing, it to my bing, phone bing. now. It's like, you're not paying attention, clearly. <laughs> you get something in the mail. <laughs> Please advise if you advise your toner is low. <laughs> my own printer just starts screaming it. <laughs> Where's whatever I'm trying to do? Where is... What are you wearing? <laughs> so what did you think about it? What is... So I am irritated that some of these people were like, oh, but I feel bad for her. Like, I want to take care of her. Like, the reporter, like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, the reporter me? is very weird. Like, are you kidding me? She's just an insane person that doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. She doesn't yes. feel bad. That's like me and you going to Morocco. And you, oh my God. And, you and I'm just, also, where are these people getting all this money? Thank you. Well, I guess if you're, like, an editor for Vogue But even, like, when I was watching The Tinder Swindler and they're like, oh, I for Where are you getting all this money? Did you watch Bad Vegan? Were you the one who told me to watch it? And she's like, I was just transferring, like, 93K, like, 15K, 184K. Why? Where? And your employees aren't getting paid? How? You just say no. Why do you have money? Right. But also just say no. Like, in that case, he wasn't in any danger. It was just, like, prove that you trust me. Yeah, I do trust you, but I have to pay my employees. And you literally, I'll make your dog immortal and also just trust me. I'm just keeping it over here for this test. Any man that's, like, you you have a test. Exactly. In general. I don't care what it is. Thank you. Algebra. Money. Goodbye. Twister. I don't give a shit. (laughs) I don't gotta pass any motherfucking shit. Where is my life? I've turned 39 and I've lost my brains. Were you thinking about Tuppence for Fours? Nope. Oh. Hmm. I was just randomly scrolling back and forth through my phone. Systematic scrolling. review. Hey, thanks for that, Molson. Oh, yeah, bitch. Because we're going to finish it, and it's not going to take eight years. We have to get it done by the end of this month, which is wild, because like maybe we should publish hers in this systematic review. And like, her systematic review in this special issue. That's not going to happen. But why? Why not? Huh? Is that what I called it? It's gotta be. <laughs> it's been 84 years. Okay. So, mm. as the people know, and if they don't, they do now. Why are your things so Julius? Because oh, this, too. Yeah, because this thing was in here. Oh, is that what it's supposed to be for? Yeah, and I oh, remember God. I took yours out because you were poking your own I fucking eyeball with it. I was poking out my own eyes. And or... I was really, really uncomfortable with wow, it. Wow, what the... Hmm. And now I can't get it back in. Anyways, it's fine. No trouble. I don't want it. What is it for? Oh, the the spit machine. So we don't be so plosive. Plosive. I wish somebody would give us money because I want to I wanna just fucking hang microphones so they're just sitting in front of our faces. I would never be able to stop screaming, are you ready to rumble? And that is what the people want. Uh-huh. <laughs> and by the people, I mean me. Nobody responded to my Twitter about Thomas Edison. It's fine. But they're like, bitch, he done been canceled. Mm, that's true. Maybe I'm late to the party. Aren't we all? Mm. I will say, though, fucking, we released sperm, and right before, remember, I put on Facebook, I was like, hey, everybody, listen to this sperm first. Nobody did. <gasps> Nobody. So people, like, 27 people went in listening to the second sperm, the shedding, without any previous information from the first. <laughs> the second sperm, the shedding. What is that movie series where they, like, have one night to kill everybody? <laughs> oh, the 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 <laughs> purge. Yeah. The, oh my god, I could have called it the purge. But so... The, the culling. <laughs> the tenting. Mm. Uh. Should you rather be gaping or tenting? We actually had that I'd rather be shunting. 
You know, you don't like that either. No, I don't care for any but of them. But shunting <laughs> you think of Amish sperm. Because, like, shun. Oh. So it's shun like that. to the non-believers. They're like, get away. <laughs> uh, yeah, just shunt the sperm. Yeah, I mean, I literally. literally yes! <laughs> Bitch. See, that's all comedy gold for that oh, other episode we did. If you have any idea what the hell we're talking about, then welcome to your second episode. Yeah, so we, the people... In order to form a more perfect union. I don't know the song. I just know the words. But we are known to record several episodes in a single day. Don't say it. They don't know. No, but I want them to know that we are dedicated because bitches don't have any fucking time. Dedicated. Also, I wore a birthday sash for when I had my meeting on Friday. And I was like, I want them to know I'm serious. But like, you couldn't see it. And then the one asked about the weather. And I was like, oh, it's 40 here because they're in Arizona. I was like, it's 40 here. And today's my birthday. And you should have been like, it's 39. As <laughs> am I. <laughs> no, I was like, today's my birthday. And last year on my birthday, I was in North Carolina and it was 80 degrees oh. here. Now I'm here and it's 40. And they're like, oh, it's going to be 90 degrees today. I'm like, oh, just give it to me. Thanks. So yeah, so we just did an, an episode. We did an episode that has evoked some anger. Wait, you're going to be, what's our tits for Shut the whole episode? And be shunting the whole episode. I, I mean, I feel like people can't understand me when I try. Mm. I can try. It's fine. Let me just, I'll do this speaking part right now, but I gotta get into. Hold on, let me get there. <clears throat> what are you wearing? You look poor. So we always You've do always these been so episodes. Very fat. <laughs> You're very, very fat and pregnant. So we've always been doing these episodes where we do so many in one single day. And, oh, that was, that was very <laughs> tricky. And, round. <laughs> And the last episode that we did was, this is not Anna Delvey, this is just me What's making happening? an accent right now. <laughs> Seizures. <laughs> Stroking. It's called the stroke accent. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm so sorry, people. So we, I was going to do an accent. We did a last episode. What were you going to say? Yeah, so we did a last episode that has evoked a lot of anger in me. Um, so I purposely same. chose this episode because while it is also to be taken seriously, I think there's a little bit more <laughs> well, comedy. Everything in is it. awful always. This one's more hilarious than some of the like, others. Like, because it's less common mm. and it can be made funny. Because the other option I had is not going to be. I mean, we, I'm pretty We're sure. We're going to make it funny. Yeah, but you, you just got to be careful. But it's going to be politically incorrect. Perfect. I don't know. I don't know. Well, no one's listening anyway. We've, we've established. Hold on. Oh, don't tell me. Right now, we have an established audience of 21. 20 or not established estimated welcome three people i hate this because it doesn't tell me like it's just like 1.4k i have to look on the computer to get a real ass fucking number hmm. 27 plays bear beats bales and mel gibson that episode has gone up it's <laughs> hilarious very we were at i think we we're at 47 now we have 54 <laughs> i love it so much they're like hmm what is it called mel gibson oh. <laughs> i think it's called fucking mel gibson <laughs> oh my god fucking mel gibson oh no just mel gibson they're not like, fucking Mel Gibson. Nuts. <laughs> Pretty much. That's probably the noise he makes when he's The problem fucking. is we're not fucking him, and that's why he's so angry. <sighs> but good news, he's making movies again, everyone. Yay. He was, they they showed a picture of everybody at the Oscars looking their faces, and he was in the picture, because he was in one of the first fucking rows. Get out of town. Fucking. And then there was one, he's in a movie with, like, who cares? And I'm I'm looking at that actor, like, Why? <sighs> There's no other have opportunities. some self-respect. The only thing that would possibly be the case is, like, they give me the script and I have the right to first refusal and I'm like, oh, yeah, I would love to do this part. 
But then by the time I get to set and Mel goddamn Gibson is there, I'd be like, blow me, bitch. Yeah, and I'd flip the table and leave. Like, like I could see your pussy from behind. Right. Why'd you? Yeah. That was like, a, that was like Samuel L. Gibson. <laughs> pussy from behind. See, I'm trying to make up accents now because that's what it is of. I'm going to make up the accents. I'm like... Round. You always go Russian. I do, but it's not really Russian. I feel like just you—you you have no mid-range. You—you f- fly far east, and that's where you go. I can do southern. Where you land. I can do some southern. All right. Oh, that's southern. True. That is true. Bathed in his blood. All right. Fuck. All right. Well, we're deep throating microphones. <laughs> what the fuck? That's what you just did. No. Eesh. That's what this episode is going to be called. Do you remember Ishpu? Of course. <laughs> oh, Keenan Thompson. National Enforcer. I actually hate him. Oh. I don't think his comedy is funny at all. It's all the same character over and over. You and did he, not like Ishpu and PRS Cargo? Mm-mm. And he laughs at his own jokes, which drives me insane. Oh, I kind of love that. We laugh oh, at our that. own jokes. Yeah, but I hate it. I wish I did Is didn't. it because we don't get paid to laugh yeah, at our Yeah, I'm own not jokes? professional at all. We should be. We're oh, hilarious. We're not that funny. Bitch. And, but we I think make myself live all fucking time. See, that's the problem. In my though. own brain cells. I think if we weren't laughing at our own jokes, we'd be way funnier. It's fine. No, because then people are like, Baha, because your laugh makes me laugh. No. Uh, who the fuck are you telling? No. Yes, oh, it does. No, I'm just saying. It's not. It's don't a- don't tell me how I feel. <laughs> your, eyebrows, your eyebrows went into your hairline in that moment. It's just like they became one and then Don't invalidate again. my feelings. This is a safe space. Are you stupid? Put on your thinking cap, but, Ellen. No, this is a different episode. Next. That's, it's going to be this episode right before this. It's okay. Woo! That's why remember we that to- from last. Wee! Remember that from last Tuesday, Mr. Bird? Come down here and tell me about this mass suicide. You're a fucking alligator. Or you're tell me. <laughs> that, but that's why we have to re- just put them up in order. Put them up put there. Put them up there. In order, because it, you can't. No. Especially because we're doing it in the same fucking day sometimes. Can we do a new ad so I don't have to listen to myself sing I don't anymore? know how I feel about it. Unexpected that that was going to be how we opened every episode. <laughs> and you cut my Mel Gibson voice out of it, and I don't care for that very much. Why? Where was that at? <laughs> I was like, what is our most popular episode? And I was like... <laughs> Then I was like, listen, done. Avatar or whatever the name of the thing is. Oh, I don't recall. Anchor. Audacity. Avatar. <laughs> listen, Avatar. Avalon. Avon Cosmetics. Did you watch that? The fucking leggings show? Oh, I did. Ma'am. Why did it Av- Avon. <laughs> Avon it's, Cosmetics. It's the same thing. They're all multi-level marketing. Yeah, but it's just like less funny. Okay, I'm listening. My- Does Avon even sell anything anymore? Let's, yeah. Let's Here's the thing, though. Here. My train of thought is always on an appropriate track. And if mm. you're not with me at the stop that it's at, then you just got to ask me well, and I'll tell you the 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 pathways. My thought, my God, they do really have, you can get an Avon rep, you can be an Avon rep. Yeah, bitch. And then the other people make money over you and then everything is crazy. Tell you what though, I haven't seen Avon since my dad's mother used to buy a stockings full of it. I'm sure she was a rep buying off of her own self. Um, I thought that there was perhaps <laughs> 11 minutes and we've said nothing. I love it's it all so going to be cut. I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm in I'm charge. leaving everything in. Um, what was I going to tell you? I, I thought know. you were going to tell me that there was a um, schematic schema scheme, Ponzi scheme. I thought you were going to tell me there was a Ponzi scheme involving Avon that they had made into a documentary, but a lack of the day. I mean, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Did you go to, speaking of moldy leggings, it's going to be 54 minutes before we talk about anything. It's um, okay. It's did you go fun. to OneLuckyDuck.com? Who? OneLuckyDuck.com. What the fuck is that? It reroutes is you it to the, is Sarma's it the little, website. The little ducky. Yeah, it's actually in the hideous. Asshole? And that Who's guy, Sarma? Sarma's the chick from Bad Vegan. 
Oh. Yeah. And did you see that one guy that was like, I was the graphic ad- – that is not a cute duck, my friend. You it have looks made an like old-timey 1920s – had- Yeah, it's a wooden-ass duck that you pull It doesn't even it. look like a duck. It's it looks a like, a, like a pelican. No, I'm idiots. Idiots. You stupid idiot. It's so – Yeah, no, it's not a good – it's not It's, it's not, not good. a duck. I and then you tattooed it on your shoulder. Yeah, and also – And then she fucking had to put a Band-Aid over it when she was bucking on the run because, bitch – you are dumb, but you are also complicit. Suck my dick. I, yeah, the whole I thing. I will die on that hill. I will die on that hill. You are not only a victim. Fucking get it I together. didn't even know that you had climbed up that hill because we haven't even talked about it yet. But I <sighs> went to the website and it redirects to her personal website, which is like sarmaraw.org.edu.com. I took that in a different direction. No. Yeah. No, it's not a porn site. And Oh, baby. I like it raw. You remember that song? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, that wasn't a documentary. It was docutainment. Ah! And... The way that it ends makes you feel like one thing happened, but I'm going to tell you what really happened. And by the time she got to that level, I was 44 paragraphs in. I was bored out of my skull. I was like, I don't give a fuck what happened. And I closed the website. So if you have more um, audacity. No, uh, I have plenty of wherewithal, but I just don't have the uh, investment. (laughs) I don't have the, what's the word I'm looking for? Give a fuck. Time. Yeah, perhaps (laughs) as well. Um, But I would love to know what happened if you've got some... Bitch, give a she shit. full of shit, but I will. Yeah. I, you know what? I will print it out and I will read it in an accent. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I loved your children. I think you did excellent. You did a great boy versus girl. I completely could hear I that. I feel like not even No, I, you really did. But my we, that was, I mean, you were feeling it. You could tell mm-hmm. that that little girl was throwing shit over she her head. She was over the bullshit. Oh she had God. enough of Key McIntyre or whatever. Kiba McIntyre. Kiba! <laughs> It sounds like dog food. Yeah. Kiba. Because Shiba Inu. And. Kibbles? No, no, not Purina. Isn't there a thing? Ida? Uh, like a food? A dog food? The Judge Ido. You shoehorn that <laughs> in a way that you should not have, but we're drinking. No, you Yukonuba? That's a dog food. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And what's going to happen is going to pop in my head Welcome. in 50 minutes in here, and I'm just going to be like, Shaliba! You've been here a quarter hour. We have spoken about 0.0.0 things. That's a lot of points. That's a great point. I don't know the maths. <laughs> All the, in the fucking systematic review, I'm like, math check. Yeah, I know. I keep getting these emails. My math. <laughs> Maths again. <laughs> Mom, math. Okay. Okay. So this is this is where we're at. This is the real shit now we're talking about, so people are going to think I'm making it up again like it's bullshit. Mm. Oh, you're making things up again. That's from Book of Mormon. So story typically goes something like this. Classic story. What story? Okay. Just a, this story. It's just classic. It's classic. Boy meets it's, girl. It's a theme Boy in literature, girl. right? Mm-hmm. So a man's in the street or market some or some other public place. Arabian Nights. And some, a stranger, or it could be somebody he knows sometimes. Suddenly touches him, whereupon he may feel an unusual sensation, sometimes described as a shock, and he has the sudden awareness that his manhood has been affected. My manhood has been affected. Either taken away or robbed of potency. Oh, my manhood! Classic. Okay. So you know what comes next? The victim raises an alarm. My penis! My penis! I like that in my mind, you know those fire alarm pull-downs? Yes. There's like, my dick is gone! My dick! <laughs> So he raises alarm and he accosts the culprit. Huh. Passerbys and onlookers transform into a street court complete with a judge Passer and jury. Passersby. 
Passerbos. Passerabes. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, I got real stuck. The people walking by the, mm. and onlookers transform into a street court complete with judge and jury. A demand is made of the accused to restore or replace the affected organ. Return the penis! The penis! Return the penis! They're giving back his dick! And if he is so unfortunate as to be unable to do so, he may not live to see another hour. I'm so sorry. But if he's lucky, the police may arrive on the scene in time to prevent a lynching, in which they take statements from both parties. What state? Uh, clearly I have not stolen a dick. So, okay. I'm listening. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I have a lot of questions already, but... And it's funny, because we've gone through this once already. <laughs> echo, echo. So... Guy's walking down the street, right? Bopping along, minding his fucking business. Some other guy accidentally, like, brushes him. Like, you know, the... Yeah, it's just a crowded street. It is. It really is. You just bop And then he feels a ding. And he's like, my fucking dick is gone. Either his dick is completely stolen, or he just knows that for sure from here on out, he will never, ever, ever be able to get an erection. Could Could the tingling be... It has to be a man that's touched him? No, it can be either or. Could the tingling just be arousal? No, it is fucking penis stealing and it's well, a problem. Okay. Uh. The problem with this is people be getting killed. Yeah. I'm saying. So. Yes. So, so if you're walking down the street, <laughs> you're best to just keep your shoulders in. Well, sometimes I feel like it's it's just like a, it, I don't know that touch need. It's like literally anybody at any given point decides that their penis has been taken. They scream, they say who did it, and their only hope is that the cops get there before they're killed for it. So if I walk by my enemy, and I'm like, Ellen, took my tit! It can be tits, too, for women. My God. Ellen took my tit, and everyone's like, Amy Lynn had really nice fucking tits. I can't believe she took it. And, and then I'm they dead. murder you. My God. Okay. And then and then I'm like, oh my God, my tit's back. And we're going to get to that. Because you know what? The dick's never really gone. It's never gone, is it? Nope. God damn it. Okay. So, this is a recognized psychiatric disorder. That's it's weird. A culturally specific weird. form of anxiety disorder. It's called Koro. K-O-R-O. Not Kuru. Not Which is when you eat brains. Facts. Got it. So, this, unlike other mental illnesses, most of what we talk about, it's a particular variant of anxiety disorder, and it's rooted in specific cultural beliefs. So, you only see this... In specific countries. This is not going to happen in New York City. And if it does, they oh, probably have God, schizophrenia. Because it's very busy. Goro. So this is rooted in cultures that are known to believe that this thing could happen, potentially. Okay. So Where does that believe? Okay. So Koro is a Malaysian word. Hmm. And so in Malaysia, Kill Africa. the Prime Minister of Malaysia. Yeah. <laughs> Take his penis! Immediately. Probably already have. Honestly, it's in my pocket. Lynch him! So, this Koro is found in a lot of, like, Asian countries, Africa, Malaysia. I remember when I read about it, I thought it was purely Asian, like China, Japan. But it has roots, I believe, in, like, Malaysia and Africa. Sound really stupid. Yeah, yeah. Where is Malaysia? In the Malay part of Asia. <laughs> I believe I believe it's in the Malay region of Asia. What's Excellent. an automobile? I believe <laughs> it is, it is more than one automo. 
by the Philippines? I feel like it's an island nation. <laughs> Tell me if I'm right. I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's in southeastern Asia. Yeah, bitch. It has two regions, peninsular Malaysia and east Malaysia, separated by the South China Sea. Is it by the Philippines or the Koreas? You can't just start shouting. No, it's, I think it's by the Philippines. Uh, Ugh. Hmm. Somebody stop asking me questions. Yes, please. We're talking about fucking dick stealing. Well, somebody asked who owns it. And like, it's, it's who like, owns Malaysia? The yeah. Prime Minister. The Prime Minister <laughs> of Malaysia. Malaysia. Gotta kill him. Relax. Don't do it. At least you know what the hell I'm talking about. Of course I do. But like, can you imagine not? That must have been very awkward. For whom? Okay, so it's like on top of Indonesia. Oh, there's other See, there's a couple Indonesias. Indonesia. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's, there's like the, yeah, this parts separated by the South China Sea. But like, give me it beyond Indonesia. So then there's like Vietnam up here. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. all China and everything. So it's like. But where are the Philippines at? The Philippines, bitch! Okay, it's not in the Philippines. No, I said it's by. Okay. And it is close. It is close. Oh. The Java Sea, thank God. Mary knows her shit. Because of Carmen San Diego. What's the capital? Is it the Philippines? Jakarta. I know that because of Carmen San Diego. Okay. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? She's somewhere and she has your penis. Remember Indochina? Remember that was a thing? Mm hmm. Not a fucking geography podcast. Oh, Christ. <laughs> We're going to be a We're meme barely podcast. a true crime podcast. <laughs> we are hilarious. Okay. Again, so Cora. Cora. Coro, Cora is a girl's name. Cara. Coro. Coraline. Oh. Comes from Malaysia. So, the name is believed to be related to the Malay, the Malay version of Asia, like I said, mm -hmm. to the Malay word for head of turtle. As their version <laughs> involves, out. <laughs> yes, involves beliefs about the penis shrinking like a turtle head. So, like, the penis right, like going an into your penis body. does when it's cold outside. But, like, in, in. Mm. All the way in. The first case of anything like Koro on record comes from China, about 300 BC. So this is old timey crimey. Very old timey. Ancient. This is the oldest timey crimey we've ever done. Ancient. Time Hold on, I would like to talk to you about Cain and Abel. <laughs> I mean, bitch. The original timey crimey. <laughs> okay. So that's the first case of the, like that's on record, but one of the earliest like. What the hell is it? Okay. It's an anxiety disorder, Ellen. Yeah, but like, what was the original timey? Well, but it wasn't so documented. Three, it, it was like, it's on record, but it's 300 BC. They don't have any information. Do you know what the problem was? All of our language is used verbally to communicate stories. And then by the time we were able to communicate with our language on cave walls, it was much later than that. So I imagine this story you're about to tell me was communicated on a cave wall. So what I picture... Mm. Well, so we're about to jump to 1975 for an oh. actual documented case. Oh. But for 300 BC, this is what I'm picturing, right? So it's not hieroglyphics because it's not Egypt. So I am picturing a picture of a dick mm -hmm. and then a red circle and a line cross through it. I'm picturing like... That's an, the Koro. It's a, it's an image of a strangely hewn stick man. Hewn? Yeah, like drawn, drawn, like strangely put together. Hewn. Yeah, H-E-W-N, it's fine. I'm uh, not he's, smart. He's holding a turtle in his <laughs> genetile region. <laughs> But the turtle has no head, you see, because it's retracted entirely into its own Because body. why does it want to be by some genitals? Correct. What they were trying to explain was that, like, you should feed the turtle to the dinosaur because then you get the dinosaur to eat yourself. But 
what was interpreted was perhaps this gentleman's dick is gone. And so yourself here. Okay. So one of the earliest documented cases in Nigeria dates to 1975 and was reported by Dr. Sunday is his first name. A.E. Yeah. My God. Il Chukwu. Mm. Classic. So Sunday. he's a psychiatrist posted to Kaduna. Um, here's an account of the event. This is from the April 14th, 2008 edition of Harper's Magazine. Dr. Ilichukwu was Mm. sitting in his office when a policeman escorted in two men and asked for a medical assessment. One of the men had accused the other of making his penis disappear. This had caused a major disturbance in the street. Okay, I'm listening. As the doctor tells it, the victim stared straight ahead during the examination, after which the doctor pronounced him normal, exclaiming, the doctor wrote, The patient looked down at his groin for the first time, suggesting that the genitals had just reappeared. According to the doctor, an epidemic of penis theft swept Nigeria between 1975 and 1977. Then there seemed to be a lull. Weird that it traveled from where we now know Malaysia is to Nigeria. Well, because all these cultures have similar similar, similar beliefs. Cinnamon roll. What what do they say? What? She said cinnamon instead of what? Synonym. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so they all have similar beliefs about the genitals. So, and if it's an anxiety disorder, mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. see how it might root. Even So I don't think root? someone from the Malay area of Asia bopped into Nigeria. Let was me like, tell you about this genital penises. Yeah. disorder. So mm. it was an epidemic between 1975 and 1977. Then there seemed to be a lull until 1990 when the stealing, stealing resurged. Men could be seen in the streets of Lagos holding onto their genitalia either openly or discreetly with their hand in their pockets. Lagos reminds me of Angela and Michael. Remember, he was there. Mm. 90 Day Fiance. Women were also seen holding onto their breasts directly or discreetly by crossing their hands across holding the your chest. Own breasts magazine. <laughs> Vigilance and anticipatory aggression were thought to be good prophylaxes. This led further. Nope. It's fine. This led to further breakdown of law and order. In a typical incident, someone would suddenly yell, Thief! My genitals are gone. Then a culprit would be identified, apprehended, and often killed. That is, that's where it gets crazy to me. Like, believe what you want to believe. But it's mob mentality. You're fucking murdering people. Yeah. This reminds me of McMartin. <laughs> In a very, very, very different way. But like, you hear something and uh-huh. then the whole world is like, Yep, yeah, that makes sense to me. Let's kill him. The concern is not only for their sexuality, but also for their lives, since they believe that the condition may be life-threatening if not reversed. Well, it's not like you're bleeding. In order to prevent further shrinkage, victims have been known to securely tie their penises with string or metal clamps, even sometimes having family members hold it in relays until treatment can be sought, usually from shaman or traditional healers. I, I, uh, it's Ellen. I need uh, you to hold my dick. to work today. I... Oh, it's a long story. My son's dick. I just, I have to hold this rope. Until so it doesn't get any further into yeah, his body. Mm-hmm. God, just until my Because some motherfucker just here. came in and stole it. It's exactly right. I, you know how this goes, Gene. Okay, so if you could just, I'm so sorry. Send home his homework. I can't even type because I got to hold the goddamn rope. So soon as Shroom gets here, I'm going to give him the rope and we're just going to, we'll take it from there. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, or the shaman. Yeah. Well, he's, he's just backed up. It's an epidemic. He's got a lot of work to do. Yeah. What a weird thing. And I wonder why it resurfaced all nutbag in the 70s. 
In recent years, news media in several West African countries have reported periods. Exactly. That's my new accent. Look at your waves. (laughs) That looks exactly like what I said. (laughs) News media in several West African countries have reported periodic episodes of panic in which men and women are beaten, sometimes to death, after being accused of causing penises, breasts, and vaginas to shrink or disappear. Wrote Vivian Doscoto and Glenn Adams in a study published in 2005 in the journal Culture, Medicine, and Psychiatry. At least 56... Yeah. At least 56 separate cases of genital shrinking, disappearance, and snatching have been reported in the last seven years, from 1998 to 2005, by news media of seven West African countries. Sorry, say the numbers again. So, 56 separate cases between 1998 and 2005. Like, that's not that long a period. In media of seven West African countries. Okay. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. So the problem with this, I think we can agree. Well, I have several. Is the people that are getting killed for a thing that's not real. Yeah, the end game problem. My other problem I'm having is like, if I, in my mind, I'm like, I have a slight tingling in my right breast. I'm like, there's a 90% chance that it's already raining. I'm never like, surely someone's taken my boob. Well, but think about it. It's similar to hypochondriasis. Maybe someone who feels a tingle in their boob assumes it's breast cancer. Fair. But I can also, well, I can't see breast cancer. I can look down to verify whether my tit is still there. Well, but, so it's like the spirit of the thing. Mm. And when they look down and they see it, they their rationale is it's been restored. Or if like they, because it's shrinking, you can look and be like, it's smaller, even though maybe it's not. Mm. But I mean, I guess also... With the idea of, like, cold air hitting a penis Mm -hmm. or even a boob, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, when you go to expose the area and it hits colder air and it, like, seems smaller to you, maybe. And, like, boobs... The problem is, though, is this is not being checked. Like, no one's like, pull your pants down and let me make sure your dick's gone. They hear it, they find the guy, and they fucking murder him. But, like, also, you know what? We've been beating on this guy for 40 minutes. Let's see if your dick's back. Oh, you put it back. Congrats. Great news. Congratulations. <laughs> Spectacular. Let's stop killing him. So victims of Koro usually believe that a touch or accidental brush with a stranger caused the theft in the same way that a pickpocket might steal a wallet. Dozakado and Adams give one example of a 17-year-old man in Ghana who claimed that he had gone to fetch water for his father and was returning when the perpetrator came behind him, touched him, and immediately he felt his penis shrink until it was no longer visible. Coral can be understood in a variety of ways. From psychological perspective, it can be seen as an example of mass hysteria or delusion in which a collective cultural belief can be manifested in one person's experience, whether objectively real or not. I mean... So this is similar to, like, the satanic panic. Yeah. Penis shrinking panics are a timely reminder that no one is immune from mass delusions and the influence of culture and society on individual behavior is far greater than most of us would like to admit. Yet the main reason for the absence of penis shrinking epidemics in Western societies is their incredible nature, but any delusion is possible if the false belief underlying it is plausible. So what do you think would be a good group delusion now or do you think like the racism the stereotypical beliefs behind racism are maybe an example of that 
without getting political really uh, like the QAnon. good luck okay that the the conspiracy theories like yeah that, like there's a pizza conspiracy of like kids rape and like yeah that th- you're right that does sound when some rational human being hears it they think it's insane but i also think, and the satanic panic that's exactly what that was even though it says that it's plausible there i it's i suppose it's plausible do you know what my trouble too is i think when i hear you talk about this i imagine that like everyone in the street is like oh that fucker and like they all turn around they all beat this guy but like surely some other humans were like wow these fucking people are well insane. no because it's, walked it's by. their cultural belief like everybody there believes that that's a thing that could but, happen like, not everybody believed the satanic panic and not everybody believed QAnon. or do you think that because this is having happening in like collectivist cultures it's different? i think because it's very culture specific mm-hmm. like if you're here, there's different people who believe in different religions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so in this case, the delusion is made possible. Possible. Yes, I know. Thank you for approaching. Um, <laughs> Put it on the garbage can. <laughs> in this case, the delusion is made possible by the underlying belief in witchcraft or black magic. A 2010, so recent esque Gallup poll found that belief in magic is widespread throughout Sub-Saharan I Africa. Because <laughs> do you live in Sub-Saharan Africa? I don't, famously, no. Classic. You weren't at your vacation home? Yeah, not not at that juncture. So 2010 Gallup poll found that belief in magic is widespread throughout Sub-Saharan Africa, with over half of respondents saying they personally believe in witchcraft. Studies in 18 countries in Sub-Saharan Africa show belief varies widely, but on average, 55% of people polled believe in witchcraft. Because most Westerners... What does that mean? Like, I guess I believe in witchcraft. I don't believe that you could steal someone's penis. They believe in magical happenings. Oh, okay. So, like, I believe in it as, like, a, you know, like Wicca. I believe as a religion. They, well, in this instance, it's, like, the Black, Salem witch like, trials. It's, like, it. they're fucking with the devil and they're, like... Oh, so sure. magical things that don't need a logical explanation because it's magic. If you believe mm-hmm. in it, you don't need to see that you still have a dick, basically. You know God what I mean? In heaven. This is a lot to take in. So because most Westerners do not believe in magic, or at least not in the variety that has the potential to shrink or steal someone's genitals, mm. there is no underlying belief system that would make coral plausible and thus no one reports it. So that's why it doesn't happen here. Would you think that like somebody from that but culture? But like stigmata. Okay. People think that's real. They believe it. They People that see shit in shrouds. But so like if people go and mass worship, worship it because it's plausible Mass to them worship yeah <laughs> worship but do you think if like somebody so stigmata if somebody walked in right now and was like i'm bleeding and we were like nah man you're not like well but they're they're so they're but in stigmata are they i guess i thought people with stigmata were like injuring themselves to be like look i had the mark of well maybe but if you believe that stigmata is something that can randomly just happen on someone's body because of Jesus or whatever the cause is. Well, so why would Jesus do that to you if he's everything that you well, say he is? <laughs> God did a lot of fucking shit to a lot of people I in the know. Old Testament. So that's a whole separate thing. But yeah, so those to me are like, they're not considered disorders here because it's like not anxiety. It's not, that is like religious belief. But you know how I feel about religion and I feel like. To mm-hmm. me, religion is disordered thinking. Mm-hmm. Magical thinking. Well, it's at minimum outward control. You know what I mean? Of any sort, I think, is like... A problem. Okay, yeah. So, no one has ever died from Koro, at least not directly. Except for the fucking people blamed exactly. for it. Exactly. 
belief in coral can have deadly consequences. Hundreds yeah. of people have been accused Hundreds. of stealing or shrinking other people's genitals, and dozens have been killed for the accusations. I haven't shrunk them, I swear. <laughs> My hands are clean. The glove doesn't fit. Shoehorn. <laughs> um, the dick's still there. I do declare. <laughs> My dick is big. Exactly. In mm -hmm. many cases, coral victims have shouted and asked bystanders to help apprehend the penis thief, whereupon the accused people, often as surprised as everyone else in protesting their innocence, have been lynched on the spot by street mobs, much the way an accused mugger or rapist might be set upon by street justice. Like, the whole thing is hilarious until you remember that part mm -hmm. and you're like, what? Mm -hmm. Like just people going home from work. Mm -hmm. They just stopped at the store for some bread and now they're getting lynched in the street for mm -hmm. no reason. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, the mystery of missing manhood is understandable in psychiatric terms. No. First, coral only occurs to those who believe it's possible for genitals to actually be stolen or damaged by touch. It's also commoner among those with a poor understanding of biology. And it's almost unheard of in, West, in the West, not because they don't have African magic, but because of better widespread knowledge of biology and the lack of penis-stealing beliefs. So, we know more about we're how just it's impossible to steal a dick. Well, unless you're Lorraine Bobbitt, go listen to that episode. Well, exactly. But, but at she least gave she it had back. her reasons. She gave it back. She threw it in a field. And then told him where it was. That's true. She's a lady. Raccoon could have taken it. Raccoon. <laughs> so this prior belief is also why Koro tends to occur in epidemics. The belief that it can happen is heightened when reports of it are widespread. This is similar, although different, like when uh, famous suicides reported. Mm. Suicide mm -hmm, mm -hmm. balloons in its number. So someone says it, and then someone else says it, and then everybody's on alert, and now it's happening all the times. Police are probably like, God damn it. <laughs> like, Judith! Son of a bitch. God Stop damn it. Judith. <sighs> Judy Johnson and her goddamn reporting. <laughs> so the belief that it can happen is heightened when reports of it are widespread. In a sense, one could describe Koro as a disorder of expectation. Apparently mm -hmm. a person with such a prior belief of experience, or with such a prior belief, experiences a touch, often by a stranger, that is either accompanied by an unusual sensation or makes them think of their genitals, mm. and they become convinced the worst has happened. Um, where, when it's claimed that a penis has disappeared, it's often not actually checked. The word of the person claiming it is usually enough for bystanders who already believe penis stealing is possible. I mean... Even okay. when it's checked, it's often only to confirm the stolen damaged organ has been restored. This is often done by a visit to a commercial sex worker, often being part of this confirmation. So even if it's not stolen, they think they're, like, impotent. So they'll go, oh, my dick gets hard. I'm going to fuck this bitch. I'll go home to my wife. Crisis averted. Man's dead in the street, but my Doesn't dick Doesn't matter, but good news. I've had extramarital affairs, and mm -hmm. my dick is good. So these days... More recently, the claim is often that the organ has been rendered impotent, which is, of course, harder to confirm. Again, efforts of the police must be acknowledged because they are saved. They've saved many from being lynched. By how do you think? Like everyone, calm down. This is physiologically impossible. Well, they Let's probably relax. get the guy. They uh. and they just separate him mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And Yikes! It it. 2005, 2010, people still, and like, it's, it's hard because, again, I don't have a lot of good things to say about religion, but we, uh, we want to judge these people. Like, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. But 
if I lived in that, I as a man, I would be more worried that I would rogue be accused than that yes. someone would steal my penis. Well, exactly. But do you think that's because of your foundational knowledge of biology? It's not like we're all like master's level biologists here. It's just like I can't steal something off of you if I can't access it, right? Like that's why I put if I don't want my wallet to get stolen, I put it like in my person, in your vagina, my body, yeah, well, famously also mm-hmm. in my vagina, yeah. But like, but that like it's magic. So like, so if I just this, your wallet has come flying out of your vagina into my pocket, and I'm rich now. I just well, no, you're not. I'm you're not. I'm in debt. Important. Yeah, no, you have. No I have money. taken on your debt. And you're also, welcome. That debit card is not going to work because it was already compromised in some way. <laughs> but like, yeah, I just even at the height of like witchcraft panic it was never like our body parts are being stolen do you know what i mean well but i mean they were still like girls would start going like talking in tongues and they were like this titsuba is making them do it Mm. like so it's it's everywhere it's just this i think because it is rooted in an anxiety of, like, manhood. Sure. Because especially in these cultures, I'm sure it's a very much a patriarchy. And to be man- manly and masculine and macho equates with the penis. So to be scared that at any point your manhood can be taken away from you, mm-hmm. that is anxiety. It is culture specific in that, like, I don't think, this is actually interesting. What if someone who believed in that? came to america and walked do they think still <laughs> police police <laughs> but you know what i mean yeah like you're removed from <laughs> i feel like they'd have to be on alert still i mean you would think because it's not that the belief is that only people from the melee version of asia version area are the ones that can steal it so if you believe it can happen it can happen anybody Anywhere. can do it to imagine if you believe this can happen you don't have a lot of traveling funds well yeah to put that right out there but i just wonder and could you imagine you are times square someone has stolen my penis and nobody thinks twice because there's a drag queen over there Well, exactly some dirty ass elmo smoking a cigarette yeah there's the unhoused you know like Mm -hmm. everyone's like this is normal or like in vegas people would be like you for coming on board of that i think that's what it is i hate it so much (laughs) And they're, like, you do in Vegas, people are going to think it's a show and they're going to give you money. Like, <laughs> his dick is gone. Come out over here, Gene. Take a picture. Like, he's freaking out. Do you think it could be people who have, like... Small dicks? Impotence. Like, just general impotence that they've Looking, recently mm. developed that are like, it was him! I mean... He took my libido. Kill him! I mean, it, it could be, like subconsciously do you know what i mean like because if that's something you believe in but you know also maybe you've got a disorder you yeah. know maybe there's something going on with your pituitary <laughs> yeah exactly like yeah could be some other shit there not yeah. you just got a you got a big old hole in your pants there derek so like 100 percent. even i like to think i am a due diligence kind of girl mm. and even if i am up in that street and i believe you can take a dick I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna pull your pants down. People, people. If it's a guy I fucked before, I'm pull his pants down. It is the same size. You are good. I'm gonna flip it. It's hard now. You're good. You're not good, but you never were. Also, I knew you were gonna have to eat. That's why I insisted on getting food. Otherwise, you're gonna be sitting in a closet looking for pizza. Ugh, that's the worst. (laughs) You want cheese? 
<laughs> or uh, hamburger. <laughs> so that is Coro. That is wild. Yeah. I'm not thrilled about it. Do you know how I found it? No. So whatever class we took, I think it was uh, psychopathology. I don't know why she gave us this because I don't think we actually even talked about it in class. But she, one of the assignments like before class started or something was to read culturally specific disorders. It was way in the back of the DSM. Hmm. And I came upon it and I'm like, I was telling everybody, I'm like, there is a disorder that dudes think their dicks are getting <laughs> stolen. You know, I love a dick story. But also, what? I know. It's not even a dick story, is it? It's just a. Well, but it's about a dick. Mm-hmm. Something about a dick. Something about a dick. So, are you ready for the next one? Well, there's a next one. Yes, bitch. My God. There are two more. Oh, no. These are two more cultural disorders? Nope. Just, just, just bat shit shit. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I do the bat shit. I, you but do. again, but again, people who have it, I, I am so sorry You don't for have you. it. No. No. You don't. Bitch. Period. I'm so sorry. No. No, these are legit, though. People have it. Your dick didn't get stolen. No, the disorder, you cockhead. Yeah, but... And I'm not talking about Cora. I'm talking about these other two. Do you know what, though? Also, I don't... She is very judgy, and I am just saying. Anytime your disorder kills someone else, I'm a judge. I'm well, a yeah. Judge this real doesn't hard. kill other people, Judy usually. Johnson? Fuck you. I'm you judging cunt. your paranoid schizophrenia. I'm judging you hard. I don't even people, think that was the thing. I think got, she was bored. People got... Much like your son's poop, people got impacted. No! <laughs> yes! I've been dying to make that joke. little stupid giggle you asshole (laughs) so case report ms l a 53 year old (laughs) me get out of here (laughs) a 53 year old filipino woman was admitted to the psychiatric unit when her family called 911 because the patient was complaining that she was dead smelled like rotting flesh and wanted to be taken to a morgue so that she could be with dead people oh and who doesn't who hasn't complained of it I'm like, <clears throat> just, sorry, so she called the police on her own self? No, her she, family. Oh, okay. <coughs> oh my God, my eyes itch. <coughs> Amulyn's dead and she smells like rotting flesh. Um, she won't stop talking about it. Like, just take a shower, Amulyn. just take her to the goddamn morgue. <laughs> I've had enough. Upon interview in the hospital, the patient expressed fear that paramedics were trying to burn down the house where she was living with her cousin and her brother. She also admitted to hopelessness, low energy, decreased appetite, and somnolence. Somnolence is sleeping. Mm. Too much trouble. Or it's just trouble sleeping, I think. Somnolence. Because it's like hyper somnolence. Uh, like doing it too much. Or, yeah, hypo, hyper. Somnolescence. Yeah. Sodomization. Mm-hmm. Ms. L. reported that she had been on antidepressants while in the philippines where she had resided for the last 18 years having moved to the u.s only a month ago but could not recall the name or dosage of the medication that she was on all right case report oh mr b 65 year old retired teacher who was pre-morbidly well adjusted with no family history of mental illness with personal history of smoking cigarettes with cat booty juice in it i was just gonna say (laughs) With personal history of smoking cigarettes, independent pattern for the last 30 years pres- presented with an insidious onset mental illness of one and a half years duration precipitated by psychosocial stressors. His symptoms were initially characterized by sadness of mood with early morning worsening, poor socialization, anhedonia, which is less joy in things that used to give you joy. I thought it was not getting your periods. Yeah, he did, Mr. B did not get his periods. 
marked anxiety. Sometimes they say marked. Marked mm. anxiety. I want to sound smart. Marked anxiety. Decreased sleep and appetite. Uh, that was almost a little bit Australian for a hot minute. Yeah. I, I gotta stop getting excited and just keep talking and see what the fuck happens, but I get too excited. Uh, <clears throat> market anxiety, decreased sleep and appetite, ideas of worthlessness, hopelessness, sin, and guilt. As the symptoms I mean. progressed further, he developed delusions of catastrophe, nihilism, poverty, and persecution. Nihilistic delusion involved a description of everything coming to an end. He would verbalize that his organs are no more working, his brain had stopped functioning, and his house has developed cracks and is going to fall down. About a month prior to being admitted to our inpatient unit, he attempted suicide by hanging himself but was saved. His suicide note revealed that he wanted to kill himself as he feared spreading a deadly infection to the villagers who resultantly might suffer from cancer. Canker. What? The big C. Sure, yeah. Later, he started believing that he was dead and would not eat anything due to this loss of significant. Sorry, he thought he was dead from the hanging attempt? Then? No, later he just started believing that he was just dead and he would nothing. not eat okay. anything. Mm -hmm. Over the next two months, he attempted to end his life two more times. <laughs> Case report! My God, there's more? I figured it was like two people in the whole world. Ms. A. Uh. 62-year-old homemaker has been suffering from bipolar affective disorder for 35 years. She presented to us with a relapse which started about seven to eight months ago, characterized by symptoms of depressed mood, anxiety, decreased socialization, loss of appetite, and subsequent weight loss, decreased interest in household, poor self-care, ideas of worthlessness, pessimistic views of future, forgetfulness, and psychomotor retardation. Later on, she developed nihilistic delusions in which she negated the existence of her body parts and existence of her family members. Negation of existence of... No, that's right. Negation of existence of family members was not accompanied... Accompanied. Was not accompanied by any persecutor delusion or misidentification <laughs> delusions. She also believed that she had been rendered very poor. Very poor. You're very poor. Exactly. Over the period, she started refusing food as she considered herself to be dead. Her illness further progressed. Oh, no, thank you. I'm dead. Thank you. Her illness further progressed, and about four weeks prior to admission to inpatient unit, she developed mutism, refusal to eat, rigidity in all the limbs, and fecal and urinary incontinence. Oh, I'd be so annoyed. If I were taking care of you, I'd be so annoyed. Ma'am, move. You're not fucking dead. My body's rotting. Said so my body's a wonderland, but also you're dead. <laughs> my body's a cemetery. So... Let's talk. Can I get some clarification because I am unsure? So the first time you mentioned nihilistic tendencies, it sounded like that meant the whole world was coming mm -hmm. to an end. And the second two times, it sounded more like it was something to do with, like, just you are coming to an mm -hmm. end. So nihilism is the end of something. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. It's okay. also, like, a whole philosophy. But it could be, like, in delusional sense, it's something is coming to an end. That isn't really coming to it. But end. even like nihilism not in your lifetime. Nietzsche, I think he was a nihilist, and it's mm -hmm. like nothing matters because everything is shitty and everything's gonna like so it's I thought dead. that was reality. Also that. Oh, okay. Very that. Any other questions before I No, I just need some clarification on that because I'm not super well versed on delusions. And well, nihilism doesn't have to be a delusion. But a nihilistic delusion, I wasn't ah, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Cotard's syndrome. Cotards. Cotards. Cotard. Is a. <laughs> it's a, it. You're about to just swear unhingedly. No. I I don't know why, but I I led with an F, but I'm looking and I knew it was an R, 
And then I just, I couldn't, I just couldn't stop, but I didn't want to continue. I thought it was maybe going to be a T, because T and F look similar, at least. No, no, no. No. Okay. No. R. R. Driving me nuts. (laughs) Bitch, what was that joke that was so funny? I don't know. Darian thinks it was a Trixia and Katya joke. I think it was a Katya joke that was hilarious, and I can't remember it. Okay. It's in here somewhere. I just don't know what episode it was. Gotta keep that in there. No, it's an old episode. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cotard syndrome is a relatively rare condition that was first described by Dr. Jules Cotard in 1882. Cotard syndrome comprises any one of a series of delusions that range from a belief that one has lost organs, blood, or body parts to insisting that one has lost one's soul or is dead. A rare neuropsychiatric condition characterized by anxious melancholia, delusions of non-existence concerning one's own body to the extent of delusions of immortality. It has been most commonly seen in patients with severe depression. However, now it is thought to be less common, possibly due to early institution of treatment in patients with severe depression and psychotic symptoms. Oh, I think this is French and I'm going to need you to say it. Mm. In one... Of his first descriptions of psychopathology in 1880, Cotard described a case of delir hypochondriac in a middle-aged female who negated like hypochondriacal delirium, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, in a middle-aged female who negated the existence of her brain, nerves, chest, or entrails. No, my brain's nerves, chest, and entrails are gone. Totally gone. Anything. She Haven't. considered herself just to be made of skin and bones. Well, you're like a. No, I guess if your nerves aren't there, you're not like a jellyfish. What are you? You're just a meat Well, she's got sack. skin and bones. She just has no organs, no brain, no nothing. No bones? Oh, bones. Bones skin. and skin. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nope. Okay. No. You're hanging in a classroom. No brains, skin nerves, breathing. chest, entrails. Why chest specifically? I'm um, Cavity, heart maybe. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lungs. She also negated the existence of God and the devil. Well, who gives a shit about that? What about your entrails, though? Thank you. You have entrails. We can prove you have entrails. A few years later, Cotard introduced the term... Delir de negacion. Negacion. <laughs> yeah. For patients who have a negating attitude of denying the existence of self or world conforming to the no, characteristics of delusions. No, neither self nor world. <laughs> <laughs> just like I just picture like the most no, dramatic woman. No, no, no. Smoking a cigarette attached <laughs> to the thing. Pas du monde. No. <laughs> Mais c'est pas. Exactly. You got this? It's happening to your eyes. I'm trying to find where it was. You get real excited. <clears throat> and I'm trying not to say um. Negation. Negation. <laughs> Mered say pas. That means shit happens? It means death it happens. I thought Mered was shit. No. M-E-R-D-E? No, it's like death. Merdel. Well, maybe it's like a euphemism. I don't know mm-hmm. enough about like colloquialism. Cotard reported it to be a variety of delusion which was commonly associated with severe depression, marked psychomotor retardation, presence of anxiety symptoms, and other depressive symptoms. What year was he around? Like, what century? 1882. Hmm. Well, so Cotard considered it to be a type of depression and categorized it as... I don't know. Can you say that? Lipemani? A kind of psychotic depression described by Esquirol, whoever the fuck you are. Hmm. Cotard syndrome is, in general, reported to be more common in females and older age groups with rare occurrence in adolescents. Both of the patients that we've discussed are older than 60 years of age. So what happened to them? They just... 
they bead stiff until they were dead. Oh, I don't have that information. Let me in. Bead stiff. <laughs> in terms of medical conditions, Cotard syndrome has been shown to be associated what is the thing? with. What do you say? Huh? Bead. They just they they just stayed stiff. Bead. But like Were? I want to say they bead. But like they... I understand you keep saying bead. <laughs> but like they continued to be. Yeah, until they were dead. So they continued to be stiff. Yeah, well, we're making bead a thing. Good. I know you always say bead. You yeah. think that's a new thing you just said out of your no, mouth? No, but I just feel like it needs to be a thing. And it just like hot. Yeah, and I'm I'm feeling very frustrated and angry that's not <laughs> like an I just thing. I just want to say bead. Bead. Like I I just want to say bead. They bead. <laughs> they bead stiff until they die. Yeah, they they bead. <laughs> it's not like they were. It was like they continued to be bead. Remained, yeah, just no. remained. Bead, it's easier. <laughs> I just want to say bead. Stop making me come up with new words because this can't be a word. It's a word. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, bitch! I, I imagine though, up. that they were just like. First of all, it's weird. Okay, go, tell me the thing, and then I'll tell you my thoughts. Okay. In terms of medical conditions, Cotard syndrome has been shown to be associated with syphilis. Typhoid fever, I see that coming. migraine, epilepsy, <laughs> cerebral trauma, cerebral arteriovenous malformation, oh, CTVD. and epilepsy, okay. arteriovenous malformation and multiple sclerosis, mm-hmm. cerebral infarction, superior sagittal sinus thrombosis, all of this is multiple sclerosis, brain tumors, okay. temporal lobe epilepsy, limbic epileptic insults. That makes sense. Lawrence Moon Bardet Bidal Syndrome. Uh, Parkinson's disease. Brain injury. <laughs> arachnoid cyst. Non-infectious complication of heart transplantation. As a, Stop trying to make things happen. <laughs> as a consequence of an adverse drug reaction to a acyclovir. 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 There it is. And it's pro-drug valacyclovir. Brr. Brr. I literally am on that. Well, you're dead. Well, that's why you think you're a figment, figment of my imagination. You're a fig newton of my imagination. You Lord. have Cotard syndrome. You Put are nihilistic that you don't Rocky. exist. I don't exist. You don't need to go in the morgue because you're in my head, bitch. And in herpetic and non-herpetic encephalitis, mm-hmm. bitch. You got Cotard. You I got a cunt. non-herpetic encephalitis. <laughs> Oh, I love when it comes full circle. Julien Cotard. And we just diagnose Adele disease. <laughs> it is generally said that the symptoms of Cotard syndrome develop over the period. Over the period. I'm having the period. <laughs> That's just what it says. <laughs> um, but also I'm thinking you don't have Cotard yet because you're not old enough. The older you get, then you're going to be like, I'm dead. I'm rotting. Shit is terrible. <laughs> I mean, you smell awful. Taking into account three stages of development of Cotard syndrome, namely germination stage, blooming stage, and chronic stage have been proposed. The initial initial, initial germination or prodromal stage is characterized by hypochondriasis and synesthesia. Now, I when I did this last time, I had Googled what that meant, and I knew it, and now I don't recall. C-E-N-E. S-T-H-O-pathy. Pathy. A syndrome where patients persistently complain of abnormal sensations in some particular parts of their body 
giving them odd descriptions with the sensations being medically unexplainable. Mm. No specific treatments, but uh, it's focused on achieving remission from schizophrenia. <laughs> you get cold tards. Uh, the blooming stage involves development of full symptoms of nihilistic delusions, and chronic stage involves chronic changes in mood and systematization of delusions. Changes in mood and system. Another fucking word I can't say. <laughs> but it's like the easiest word ever. Systematization. Systematization. Sodomization. <laughs> Sodom. And sodom <laughs> sodomization of delusions. In both our cases, the cases we discussed, symptoms evolve slowly and can be said to have followed these stages of development. In terms of neurobiological evidence, many studies suggest lack of gross abnormalities in the neuroimaging. However, studies which have found neurobiological changes suggest involvement of the frontotemporoparietal circuitry in the pathophysiology. Frontotemporal. Parietal. It's like the whole fucking brain. Literally everything except your vision center. Yeah, okay. it's just the whole fucking brain. Got it. Frontotemporal parietal circuitry in the pathophysiology of Cotard syndrome. In terms of personality attributes, studies suggest that patients with a more internal attribution style are more prone to develop Cotard syndrome. Yeah, that makes sense. In terms of neurophysiological changes, some authors suggest lack of differential autonomic response to anything and reduction of effective response to stimuli in patients with Cotard syndrome. Can I ask you a question in regards to that? Or is there like, do you want to finish your thought? I just have a couple more sentences. Okay. Um, role of cultural factors in shaping the psychopathology in patients with Cotard syndrome has also been proposed. In terms of treatment of Cotard syndrome, ECT has been reported to be useful, although there are case reports of beneficial effect of antidepressant alone, antipsychotic alone, or a combination of both. And in the two of the cases that I read out loud up there, ECT was found to be beneficial. And those were like recent-esque cases? I don't know dates. But they were not like 1883? No. it's This was like a study. So when you're talking about like... <clears throat> when you're talking about the symptoms of this thing, and then that it's been a associated with these diseases that are like parkinson's and multiple sclerosis and these things that are very chronic degenerative all-encompassing disorders do you think it's possible that if somebody has an internal attribution they might not accept like for me internal versus external locus of control has always been about like things that are happening to me but i never really considered it in the context of chronic disease until this moment. So like if you have cancer and you don't feel well, if you have an internal locus of control, do you feel like it's not the cancer's fault? It's my body turning against me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Or if you had an external locus of control, can you say like, I feel unwell. It is because I have cancer. I guess I, when I, when I thought of it or like first learned about it, I would have assumed that that was like, you have cancer, you caused cancer to yourself yeah, yeah. having an external or an internal locus of control like it's your fault you have it yeah but if yeah. you have a very severe internal locus of control could it be that like cancer is happening or like it's not cancer your body is just dying do you know what i mean like could you could you get so internal with your locus of control that it actually is turning against you i i never thought about well, it in that level of like granularity i feel like I cancer might not be a good Example? Well, like Parkinson's disease or something yeah. that, like, is actively... I, I know more about multiple sclerosis, so if yeah. you want to go there. But, like, so you have multiple sclerosis, you well, are... Well, use fibromyalgia. 
I think that that do- that doesn't work as well for me because I don't know the full course of it. Like I don't know what causes it enough, and I don't. Well, know that's the whole thing. Full- I think the less information there is about how a thing is working and why you have it, the more likely you are to be able to blame yourself for it, and that it's your body attacking you. I think the difference for me is like with multiple sclerosis, even though it's not a perfect one to one ratio, I can look at your brain and I can say there are deficiencies in this and this area, so I'd expect you to have discomfort or immobility in this and this area. With fibromyalgia, I don't have that level of, like, this is going to sound like a weird phrasing, but, like, I don't have that level of visual acuity. Like, I can't see what's happening in That's you. what I'm saying. I think the if you have an internal locus of control, but you can take me in and say you have cancer and there this is the tumor, or mm-hmm. look at these lesions the on your brain, mm-hmm. it's harder to turn that into your body's just doing something. But these people are that, right? Like, they're multiple sclerosis and Parkinson's. Not necessarily. We well, it can be. Like, the people that mm. we had, they didn't have that. They were just depressed. And it just... <laughs> I wanted to say snowballed, and I almost said fireballed, so that's right. It's I'm just at. fireballed. But yeah, that's so what I happens think, real fast. Yeah. <laughs> and everything's melted. Exactly. Like, my brain cells. But yeah, so I think the more concrete of a diagnosis Mm. the less likely you are to do that like for me you can't prove that i have fibromyalgia it's not a thing there's not a blood test there's not anything Mm. so i can one think that it's something else entirely or that like my body's just a piece of shit it hates me and but i mean think about before we had mri which wasn't that long ago people still surely were developing multiple sclerosis and like what did they think was happening well yeah i that's what i'm saying like so now we can Mm -hmm. but when we couldn't when you can't tell me what's wrong with me or why it's wrong with me then yes i feel like that is a real thing but i feel like for you obviously very clearly differentiated from these people like you feel what you feel but you don't feel more than you don't feel dead. Like, what would make you feel like you're well, physically, like, you have no entrails? I f- feel like, this is a, a minuscule version, but, like, when I'm depressed, everything hurts worse. Mm. So, if these people are already experiencing depression, and then obviously prone to delusions. So, you think there's an added component? Well, yeah. All of these people, they reported all symptoms of depression. The anhedonia, everything. Mm-hmm. And then, whether it wasn't treated properly or they also had an... Like, the one girl, she had bio, bipolar, bipolar <laughs> affective disorder. Mm. Which, sometimes in bipolar, you can have delusions. Like, that's a thing. So, mm-hmm. for me, even though it gave you that whole list of all the things that could be accompanied with it... I think depress like it's a it's a mental disorder. I think it's a mood disorder that gets you there. That so do you think or like that- if you're so suicidal and mm-hmm. you're just like what that does if you're having a delusion and you're like I'm just fucking dead like 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 or me I but walk around people keep hitting my car dead. and I'm like does oh anybody God. see me I'm not a person like that could in in a brain can I tell you that chicken figures story no <laughs> Allison and I were at the Williams Center we were like. It was late night, and they have, like, two things available. So we're like, all right, chicken fingers it is. And we're standing there, and I was like, one order of chicken fingers and french fries, please. And the woman was like, absolutely, Ellen, coming right up. Nice to see you again. And then Allison's standing behind me, and I move to my right to get my order. And the woman totally ignores her. Totally. She's the only other person in line, and this woman's looking past and over top of her. Anyone else? 
No. Anyone at all. Saying that out loud? Can you get out of the way? Anyone? No. Anyone at all. Literally. Allison's like, am I fucking dead? Like, what is this? I was like, just, she was going to have some too. The hell? Yeah. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever witnessed in my life. She like, I don't know if she thought we were going to share them. Like, there were, it was four chicken fingers and like 11 fries. It was not a lot of food. Yeah. But like, the hell? Just totally ignored her. Well, so then there you go. That was very bizarre. But I don't think she went back home and was like, well, I'm clearly dead. Well, but like, what if she was, had a delusional <laughs> disorder or disease. like, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I guess I never really. Because like, even with a bitch who goes, who just bead rigid. Bead. That, that's a symptom of like catatonia. That's schizophrenia. Like that's all shit that can be explained. So again, maybe, maybe it's like how there's delusional disorder. Maybe it's schizophrenia and this is a type that now mm. you think you're dead. But, like, these have been separated out. But maybe it doesn't have to be. Yeah, that's fair. I was thinking, too, when you were talking about, like, the brain areas involved, I was learning. <laughs> just the whole fucking brain. Like, literally. I was learning a little bit about. Um, I'm just picturing this. It's <laughs> like. Well, this. It's, it's when you. Right on the cusp of frontal and parietal and just across. You have a headache. So you're covering sort of your eyes and your head. And you're also wearing headphones. Yes, yeah. And also you just, like, have a splitting back headache. But don't worry, your cerebellum is fine. It's in acute, like, perfect condition. So, um, with schizophrenia, they're suggesting that because your ventricles are enlarging and you're getting less, like, paraventricular white matter, so, like, the neurons talking to each other are less, you're also getting some shrinking in the cerebral cortex. So, like, all those areas, the... Mm -hmm frontoparietal temporal or however you, you phrased it all of that is like getting shrunk a little bit so the only thing that's like actually activating on all cylinders is your um, limbic system so like your amygdala would be activated more and if you're feeling depressed like it's emotions your emotion mm -hmm. center and depression and sadness are emotions so if you're having that but less ability to understand what those emotions mean mm -hmm. in your frontal cortex like that doesn't make sense it's weird as hell, but mm -hmm. it, I, I feel like the the likelihood of that exact sequence of events would be very bizarre. Well, it is rare. Like, yeah. it's not super common. That's why nobody has ever heard about it. It's super weird. Like, even when I tried to research it, there was, like, two articles. It just isn't. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of it. And it could be because it's being explained in other ways. Yeah, fair. Or maybe. Or like you said, people, if they're older mm -hmm. and they're having this. They just like, haven't oh, gotten there yet. Or maybe it's like, oh, it's Alzheimer's. They're not. You know, they don't Dementia, know what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. That's wild. But I can't, I don't know what I would do if you were just like, I have rotted. I'm rotting flesh. I'm fleshy trash. I, <laughs> I, I've, I've been saying that. I don't I'm know where you've been. I'm all kneecaps from the, the house down boots. I have got to go. I don't know if you can smell me, but I stink and I got to go to the morgue. Yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. I just, which do you think is weirder? Koru. <laughs> I think Koru or Kotard. Don't make them so similar. Don't worry, we have a third that also oh my starts God. with a C. Um, Come now. Would you want to wait? Do you not? You want to do the third before we answer what's weirder? Yeah. Okay. Well, what of these two do you think is weirder? To me, I think Cotard is because it's not culturally culturally specific, and it could be perfectly intelligent people that. I feel it like happens. I can explain that one using brain cells better in my mind. And Koru, I just still... I, but I still think... Well, I guess I'm looking at it as, like, a weirder presentation. Mm. And, like, Koro is, like, this isolated, my dick's gone, okay, it's back and I'm over it. Where this is a person that's living their life being like, mm -hmm. I'm just skin and bones. I got nothing else inside me. I'm hollow. 
And she's just like really, I'm, I'm so shallow. Oh. Do you remember that song? Uh, vaguely. Hmm. <laughs> you hated it, I guess. I think, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am dead. Hmm. Okay, right. Oh my god, we say I'm dead all the time and now... I'm dead. No, but like literally. Literally? Please take me to the morgue. Could you just... I mean, she's like, you know what? I'm sick of you people. I've had You're it. alive. Your fucking pulses. Like, you fucking own the place. It's very it's VIP. It's too fucking hot in here. Take me to the fucking morgue. Put me in a goddamn drawer, you pieces of shit. Okay. It's very exclusive. <laughs> I'm very bored. <sighs> Just why are you the money? What else are you possibly going to tell me? Case report! Oh, God. I'm yelling. An 83-year-old man. Killed by his son, was found dead in the dining room of his apartment with plenty of blood staining the surrounding floor and walls. Follow- Did the son call the police? Bitch, can you just let me read my shit? Sorry, okay. Lord, I, like, I get one whole sentence and you're like, but did the son call the cops? But you what immediately was his shoe were like, he was 83, killed by his son, and then found this way, but like, found by whom? Okay. You don't think that's going to be covered? I don't know. That was my story. An 83-year-old man killed by his son, found dead, room of his apartment, plenty of blood. <laughs> that's it and which do you think was weirder (laughs) exactly let's discuss okay Mm. plenty of blood following the murder oh my god following the murder the offender phoned his sister and brother-in-law to reassure them that everything had been fixed great news (laughs) he then rang the neighbor's doorbell but they did not open the door so he remained in a state of perplexity on their stairs with a tattered towel in his hands very confused as to why you didn't answer the door janet the victim was lying supine cupine on the floor with his head adjacent to a broken marble baseboard Hmm. he thanks for clarifying so i get a lot into like the body of it did he hit the baseboard just because it was it already broken maybe he had just cracks in his home like he was what was the disorder you're telling me about cracks in the home cotards cotards Cor- coral just penises but all also walls. Cotards is basically just in kanto <clears throat> did you see that movie mm-hmm. she's like my house has cracks but you got cotards your gift is cotards Congre- congratulations you done it <laughs> <laughs> um okay so mm-hmm. head adjacent to a broken marble baseboard he was wearing a white t-shirt that had been raised above the chest a pair of male underpants okay well i love good. that so much and he a, was in a lacy thong, <laughs> a negligee, mm. and a pair of shorts that had been lowered to his ankles. He was holding a bread knife loosely in his right hand. So sorry, the shorts were on, the underpants were on his body full and his shorts were pulled to his ankles or both were pulled to his ankles. But just like clarification, he was wearing underpants. So it's separated by a comma. <clears throat> so it says a t-shirt that had been raised above the chest, mm-hmm. a Tits pair out. of male underpants, comma, oh, oh, and a pair of shorts that had been lowered to the ankles. Shorts are on the ankles, pants are on the waist. Got it. He was holding a bread knife loosely in his right hand. The blade measured 20 centimeters in length and 2.5 centimeters in width. The man's face, abdomen, and arms were covered with blood, and multiple buttonhole-shaped skin lesions were evident on the abdomen. Hmm. Like a cigarette burn? No traces of blood were observed on the man's legs or on his back. Two crime scene investigations were undertaken, undertook, mm-hmm. before and after performing the forensic autopsy required by the public prosecutor. But huh? A scene investigation. So, yes. like, one with the body present, body is taken away, second one conducted. That's what you're telling me? 
Yeah. So they looked, then they did an autopsy, then they go back and look at the scene again. Got it. So scene with the body. Body moved. Autopsy. Scene sans body. Mm-hmm. Baseboard's broken. <laughs> You're really into that. Just bead broken this mm. whole time. It could probably just bead broken. That's what I'm saying. I got cracks up and down my house, please. I got cotards. Everything's breaking. That ghost is gone. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, shame. <laughs> the external examination of the body revealed finger-like imprints of dried blood on the side of the victim's face and on the left arm. Side of the face and the left arm. Okay. So, again, I'm getting into this. I don't really need to, but like, I <laughs> I think the Im- it's just important for what – it just puts things into perspective mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. The scalp was widely contused contused, and a series of lacerated wounds with jagged margins was observed in an area measuring 6 by 4.8 centimeters on the right frontoparietal region. Mm. I love a frontotemporal parietal region. We sure fucking do. (laughs) Confluent hemorrhage of the eyelids as well as contusion of the nose and the right and left side of the face were also detected. Numerous small abrasions, possibly reflecting injuries caused by fingernails, were described near the right eye, at the root of the nose, on the left cheek, around the mouth, and on the lower lip. Hmm. Such injuries were also seen on the neck and the upper part of the chest, surrounded by areas of slight contusion. Inspection of the oral cavity revealed the presence of a set of five metal keys with a whistle-like keychain, which were gently removed. In the epi- gently removed in the autopsy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Keys used to be in there, but don't worry. The perpetrator gently removed them. In the epigastric region, in an area measuring 12 by 9 centimeters, there were seven skin lesions showing a single pointed end and a, end and a unilateral fishtail split consistent with stab wounds. Huh. These injuries, numbered from 1 to 7, were of different sizes, the largest being those labeled from 2 to 4, because there's pictures mm-hmm. that I didn't include, sure, obviously. Thank you. Several bruises were observed on the back of the trunk and on the upper limbs. Okay, so to me it sounds like he's got these keys shoved in his mouth, but possibly the keys stabbed the back of his throat, and that's why they were of different sizes? No, this is ep- well, epigastric. Is I that thought this? that was like, yeah, epiglottic and like going down into the stomach area. Can you Google epigastric? Mm-hmm. The people need to know. Regardless, though, why are the fucking keys in your mouth? Well, exactly. Epiglottis. Epigastric? Yeah. <sighs> Look poor. Gastric. Epigastric pain, hernia. Oh, hernia. That can be lower the down. The upper part of your abdomen sits mm. below your rib cage is known as the epigastrium. Your pancreas sits within the epigastrium, as well as parts of your small intestine, stomach, and liver. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Okay. Abdomen mm-hmm. stabs. Yeah, okay. I think I got epiglottis, and I just immediately assumed, like... Isn't epiglottis in the penis or some shit? No. This is the uvula. Yeah, but I think down here, oh, there's epiglottis. another one that separates. Classic. Penis. Oh, epiglottis. <laughs> I'm gonna name my child epiglottis. Epiglottis. <laughs> The perpetrator was the decedent's 45-year-old unmarried son who lived with oh, his I didn't father. Oh, being 45. Okay. He was the third and youngest son and no family history of psychiatric disorders. Yeah. Holy Sorry. fuck, that scared the <laughs> shit out of the ghost. It's a ghost. Oh, the ghost was gone. He was the third and youngest son and no family history of psychiatric disorders was found. A regular psychosocial development was reported and his personality was described as lively. Would you describe me as lively? No. You're basically dead. I'm cotarded. You're basically cotarded. <laughs> Stop being so contorted. God. 
I mean, that's okay. Bitch, right? I can take your pulse. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <coughs> uh, rag- okay. He was described as lively. Mm. Not like Anymore. myself. Oh. <laughs> no, he's alive. Oh, got it. He had graduated from high school despite failing two years. Thereafter, oh, okay. he had so occasion- like four years in the in the whole thing there. Hmm. Thereafter, he had occasional jobs before finding a permanent job in a shoe factory. Oh, it's permanent. Yes, it is permanent. <laughs> the man had been unemployed for 19 years before the crime. Well, okay. When he underwent his first psychiatric admission due to acute delusions, he was then diagnosed with a bipolar disorder. Un- Aren't they all? Maybe <laughs> it's a catch-all for things that don't always fit, everyone. An initial unspecified psychopharmacological therapy was introduced and the case notes the case notes analysis revealed good treatment adherence and a diagnostic change to a delusional disorder. Following Dizim, a please. Yes. Following a readmission 12 years prior to the crime, he was diagnosed with depression and personality disorder. You well, a that dick. sucks. You would dick. Yeah. And also you're sad about it, but yeah, we Man, hardly care. Can't treat that shit. No. At the time of the crime, Timey crimey. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be taking prescribed. <laughs> I said it with such conviction. I thought I thought a little bit you were joking, and you were like, "I'm going to make this a funny joke," and then it was so funny. <laughs> no, I was because I'm like, how do I pronounce this word that comes after it? <coughs> prescribed. Prescribed. He was supposed to be taking prescrobe, quetiapine, and lithium carbonate. Uh huh. Prescribed. Prescribed. <sighs> no significant. I've been prescribed. Because <laughs> I'm British. Mm-hmm. No significant changes were were reported in the medical records until the day before the murder, when a request for a medical examination was made by the offender's father, apparently due to treatment non-adherence. After the homicide, the forensic psychiatric es- expert examination yielded a diagnosis of schizoaffective disorder with acute paranoid delusion. The expert concluded that the offender should be should be held criminally irresponsible. Why not? Should be held not re- criminally. Yeah, well, exactly. Fuck you. Criminally irresponsible. Bitch, please. I'm a criminal and also I'm not back. The expert concluded that the offender should be held criminally irresponsible due to acute delusion that motivated an uncontrollable homicidal behavior. Mm. The offender affirmed that he killed his father because he had been replaced by an imposter that threatened both his father's and his own life. He also reported that at times he perceived the imposter as inanimate objects such as sack of potatoes. You sack of potatoes. I have to kill you now. You goddamn sack of potatoes. You're a sack of potatoes? Well... Eat these keys, bitch. You're dumb. You are really dumb. For real. So. <gasps> the toner was low, but it mm. disappeared on its own. <laughs> so that's that. Case report. What is the name of it? Okay, go ahead. Oh, we're not. Uh, no, I'm still. I, I was getting excited because I thought it would be end with a C. <laughs> it does begin I with a C. I just want to know. Okay, go ahead. Why would you think it begins with a C? Why are you trying to do? You told me it begins with a C. You said they're all three are C's. No, Cora's a K. You both like a K. Mm-hmm. Let me sip my. What are you trying to do? <laughs> Duden. Prescribed. Prescribed. 
That was a lot. I said that was so, it's, that was like a steer I ham moment. Like I said it like it was normal as fuck. <laughs> prescribed. Steer I ham. Being prescribed. <laughs> Case report. At the time of the matricide, Mr. E was 31 years old, had been married for two years, and had a 10-month-old daughter. Ever since his childhood, he had displayed a solitary, extravagant behavior. <laughs> okay, Liberace, go ahead. <laughs> Liberace. Exactly. He was. Prescribe. He was, however, very close to his mother, in whom he confided everything and with whom he spent much of his time. Uh-oh. It's what's-his-tits. Yeah, Bates. <laughs> no. Oh. Marriage Institute. Oh, God. Yeah, what is his tits? Armin Mivis. Armin. On leaving secondary Moichin, school. Moichin. Moichin. It's Munchin. <laughs> it's Munchin Booch. Prescribe. Munchin Booch. It's from New York City. Yeah, it's from Jersey. Doi, 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 a boich joy, but a Munchin Boinchin. Prescribe. Moinchin Boinchin. Oh, sad. Mm. Okay, so we got Liberace over here. <sighs> oh, sad. <laughs> I just am gonna laugh. Huh. I'm trying to be. I'm trying oh, to be for real. Sad. <laughs> the people. Oh. Mm. <laughs> On leaving secondary school, he went to work in the country with his father. The father, who was 67 years old at the time of the homicide, was a farmer who was intensely involved in his work and little involved in family life. You said it was a matricide. Correct. Okay. Mr. E's mother, she was 60. Mr. E, I love that. Mm-hmm. She was 61 years old when she was killed. She was a housewife. For years, she had suffered from a chronic psychotic disorder, which was quite efficaciously treated pharmacologically. She was described by her children as a very apprehensive mother, especially toward Mr. E. I would say she was apprehensive. That's <laughs> an odd word to use for your mother. Okay. Indeed, even after getting married, Mr. E continued to have his own bedroom in his mother's house and would often go there to take a nap after lunch. This is Armin Mivis. Mm-hmm. With his Oh, uh, shit. This is Mr. Army. Tell me bitch. who joins Army. At the age of 18 years, Mr. E entered into a homosexual relationship with an older man. Okay. A relationship that was him and, uh... <laughs> a relationship that was strongly opposed by the family. Subsequently, Mr. E married a young woman chosen for him by his mother. Marriage Institute. Moinchin Boinchin. <laughs> Moinchin Boinchin. <laughs> you got so excited to say it. <coughs> yeah, Moinchin Boinchin. I'm still into it. But it's wrong. It's great. You thought, but you thought you were saying it right. Like I thought oh, I was yeah. saying prescribed right. 100% thought it was right. Moinchin Boinchin. <laughs> I've choked and I am dead. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm just letting Shroon know somebody has COVID. Shroon! Moinchin Boinchin! If you don't sign that text, Moinchin Boinchin, I don't even know who you are. You want to get tested. Sincerely yours, Moinchin Boinchin. <laughs> Mr. E's clinical history began on the day of his birthday... Out of the womb. No, I'm just kidding. That's yeah, I'm like, be. okay. That's my <laughs> clinical history straight out the womb. Depressed, <laughs> angry, nihilistic. Five pounds, six ounces, and clinically depressed. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. You've done it. <laughs> okay, so it began on his the day of his birthday, seven years before the murder. He stripped off in the village square and shouted to the onlookers his devotion to his elderly lover, 
even <laughs> though their relationship had ended by then. I love this old gay man! Well, he doesn't love me, but it's a different story. No, he had to leave him because no. he had to be with a woman. Sure. He was hospitalized with a diagnosis of paranoid schizophrenic disorder. Aren't they all? Aren't they all? In the following years, he was hospitalized several times in psychiatric facilities for acute psychotic episodes, the symptoms of which were mainly delusions with a mixed content of grandeur and persecution and auditory hallucinations consisting of a running commentary on events and voices in conversation, but in the absence of delusional misidentifications. Now, I don't use TikTok, but did you see that guy's TikTok? Did I talk to you about this already? He has schizophrenia. And oh. he's got visual and auditory hallucinations. And he, like, draws. He's, like, really good artist. And he'll draw, like, what he's seeing. Yeah, I did. I didn't like it. Oh, it's terrifying. But it's very illuminating. Yeah, like, yeah. it's very helpful to understand what's going on. From the onset of his illness, Mr. E never displayed any aggressive behavior towards others, especially towards his mother. After a few years of relative relief, Mr. E was again hospitalized a few months before the matricide. Do you know if he's on meds? I feel like there's a lot of hospitalization in and out and in and out without, like, resolution. Because antipsychotics are pretty helpful, right? Or supposedly. I'm assuming he's being treated? Hmm. What the fuck is this telling me? How's your order? Is it that? I get that all the time. No. How did you enjoy this? I'm like, get the fuck. After a few years of relative relief, Mr. E was again hospitalized a few months before the matricide. He reported seeing people as if they were wearing masks, behind which, in reality, the devil was hiding. Yeah, sure. After being discharged two months later, Mr. E became taciturn and spent much of his time at his mother's house lying on his bed in the dark. Can you Google that? Yeah, I don't know what I'm it means. Yeah, I need to know. It. I'm feeling very taciturn. T-A-C-I-T-U-R-N? T-A-C-I-T-U-R-N, yeah. Reserved or uncommunicative in speech, saying little. I'm feeling very taciturn. Can you prescribe me something? <laughs> I'd like to be prescribed. <laughs> the matricide took place on the day of Mr. E's birthday. Oh, well. That's when he was diagnosed. He's like, bitch, you brought me in this world. I'm fucking murdering you now. Exactly. During the subsequent investigations, Mr. E described the motive for killing as follows. Describe, please. I didn't shoot my mother. I shot the Frenchman. Oh. I'd been thinking of doing it for some time because I am Jesus Christ and was sent into the world to defeat evil. Hmm. He later explained that his brain was really a computer and that his thoughts were transmitted to others through the air. Once people had picked up his thoughts, they would give him their trust and support, thereby revealing to him his true divine nature. Not everyone did so, however. Some, who he defined as the bandits, had okay. not trusted in him and had done everything possible to annihilate him. These evil creatures who were led by the Frenchman, whom Mr. E described as a powerful and handsome man who was able to take on the appearance of other people whenever he wished. Hmm. About a month before the murder, Mr. E realized that, since his birth, his mother had been replaced by the Frenchman, who had maintained only the woman's outward appearance. Mr. Like, e where was his real mother in his mind? Just, like, imprisoned or something? Diseemed. Diseemed. Mr. E's delusion. <laughs> Mr. E had therefore been cohabitating with evil right from the start, mm. and it was his task to defend the world from it. Mm -hmm. He was probably living. He had succeeded in his mission up until a few months before the murder. It was then that he realized that the Frenchman was annihilating him. Thus, <laughs> the idea began to grow in Mr. E's mind that the only way he could save the world and himself was to kill the Frenchman. This idea became a conviction during Mr. E's last hospitalization on the occasion of a visit by his mother and his wife. That day, he received confirmation that his mother really was the Frenchman. 
Indeed, while they were together, an elderly lady approached them, but was immediately sent away by the mother. At that moment, Mr. E realized that the elderly lady was his true mother and that the Frenchman was keeping them apart. <laughs> Pierre as Gargon. <laughs> On the day of the murder, Mr. E got up and went to work until lunchtime. He had lunch at home with his wife and daughter, after which he left the house and, after driving around in his car, went to a gun shop where he bought a box of cartridges. Like you do. He hid three cartridges in the car, but took the rest with him to his mother's house, where his father's shotgun was kept. On the way, his attention was caught by a billboard advertising beer, on which there was a picture <laughs> of a young woman identified as the Madonna, who told him, if you can't go through with it, have a beer. Mystery had not planned to kill his mother that day, but rather on the 23rd of the same month. Indeed, during his last hospitalization, he had seen a television program in which a police officer had said, 23rd. Very strong poison. However, that day, having reached his mother's house, he chatted with her for a while before going to his room to sleep for about an hour. This is terrifying. His sleep was troubled by voices which told him, do it now. Thinking about the young woman on the advertising billboard, he got up from his bed, went out, and bought three beers. On returning, he went up into the attic where he dismantled the shot where where the dismantled shotgun was kept and drank all three beers. He then went downstairs into the kitchen where his mother was standing at the sink washing dishes with her back to him. Poor woman, just trying to do some goddamn housework. Frenchman, he shouted. As soon as she turned around, he fired two shots at close range. After the shooting, he slowly walked away and returned to his own house where he was later found in bed by the police. <sighs> well, that's done. I guess I'll turn in for a nap. Save the world. I've Jesus. earned a nap. Can you imagine the last thing you hear in your life is, Frenchman! Frenchman! <laughs> the hell? Case report. Mm. Mm. Mr. V was 21 years old this when he killed much. his mother. He had no history of psychiatric disorders, nor had he manifested any previous violence. The third of three male children, he had a twin brother. His father was a manual worker and his mother a housewife. Dur I make manuals. <laughs> That's just exactly like right. stereos, TV. It's just, you know. Need to know how to do something? Yeah. Ask me. You bought something from Ikea? I got you. They notoriously don't come with instructions. Is that right? Thing. Oh, I don't know. Well, people always say it's so hard to put them together. <laughs> it's not like the exploded diagrams of like, yeah. get six screws, F. <laughs> Probs. Uh, during his childhood, he was a silent, solitary boy, effectively taciturn, perhaps. Taciturn, I would say. He was a silent, solitary boy, effectively close only to his twin brother. As an adolescent, because of... Crypto, cryptorchidism. Cryptorchidism. Do you know what that means? Yeah, when the balls don't descend. Mm, yep. He began having relationship difficulties with his peers. Well, my balls haven't descended, Kyle. So I don't have anything in common with you. Can't take a shower in the gym locker. He said, I didn't feel like I was the same as others. And he became an object of derision. He progressively isolated himself from his peers. Only his twin brother remained close to him. At the age of 18 years, he underwent surgery to correct his problem, but this did not put an end to his relationship difficulties. On the contrary, the situation worsened. The feeling that he was being ridiculed became constant. He began to wonder... Nope. He maybe did begin to wonder. He began to feel that he was under observation, that other people always knew what I was doing, and especially that they were always talking about me. <laughs> There's like some sort of camera in his balls that won't descend. He's like, they're watching me. <laughs> he also began to hear mocking voices and to believe that he could read other people's minds. It's us, your balls. 
Having realized that there was something wrong with their son, Mr. V's parents took him to the family doctor a few months before the homicide. The doctor interpreted the problem as an episode of depression and prescri- prescribed. I fucking did it prescribed. again. Prescribed. Bitch. You love prescribed. I'm, I'm stroking. Prescribed. <laughs> like, I literally turned 39 it's, and I've lost my shit. I love every second of it. Prescribed. I can't believe I did it twice. Like, it just feels right coming out of my mouth. Like, it feels like you say bead, it prescribed. Prescribed. It feels like that's what it should be. I feel like if it's going to be prescribed, it has to be prescribed. No. And not d. No. Because then it would be prescribe. Because mm. prescribed. prescribed. Fuck. Just go with it. The doctor interpreted the problem and, as an episode of depression and prescribed amitriptyline, which I've been on. Mm, same. Maybe hear voices. After an initial improvement, the prescription. Mm, the perception, <laughs> the perception disorders, and persecutor, persecutor, Fuck me! You fuck me so hard! Fuck me so hard! Stroking out, stroking, stroking. Do you mind if I stroke you up? That's my body. It's my brain. Do you mind? Then do you mind if I stroke you down in the background? Stroke yeah, it's going. <laughs> I don't mind. Prescribe. <laughs> Persecutory. Persecutory. Was that the word? Persecutory. In the other one? That I couldn't say persecutory and you repeated it and then I kept saying it wrong? Maybe. Might have been. Fuck me. I'm I'm nothing if not consistent. Persecutory. <laughs> Cheese and persecutory. <laughs> my fucking juju beef was sure. She's oh my, my full name is Shercutery. Okay, I'm going to try it again for the people. Mm. After an initial improvement, the perception disorders and persecutory fears returned and continued to worsen. A few days before the murder, Mr. V went to the seaside on vacation with the whole family. (laughs) There he began to feel very nervous. The The voices had become insistent and he often felt physically threatened. Suddenly, the idea came to him that he... Was God and had to save the world. They mock me like they mocked Christ. The devil must be behind this. His preoccupation with the devil came to obsess him, and the figure of his mother became partially terrifying. Oh, <laughs> it says particularly. I was like, what part of his mother scaring him? Just a little bit. Just the elbow? But very terrifying. That little bit was horrific. <laughs> My friend was like, that doesn't make sense. It's like when I was reading that letter and I was like, and now keep in mind. <laughs> no, wait, sorry. It's just my own goddamn notes. I tell you what else. I says to him, I says, hey, hey. Literally, but you'll be saying that to these people. Hey? You, got, you got says in there. <laughs> no, but like somebody come up to me like my organs are running. I'm all skin and just skin and bones. You're like, hey, 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 hey. I says to him, I says, hey. Then he killed his are mother. You, yeah, Because she was partially... <laughs> terrifying she was just a little bit <laughs> just a little terrifying <laughs> my life is partially terrifying <laughs> life is. the figure of his mother became particularly terrifying mm. he therefore she concluded literally. that the devil had replaced his mother and wanted to kill him in yeah. collusion with his twin brother the devil has replaced you and is fucking with the twin brother the twin brother and the devil the are twin in brother. it bitch your face the twin brother. <laughs> your whole face right now what about it stop talking about that i can't speak because of the friend brother <laughs> i've been imbibing partially 
terrifying. <laughs> Prescreed. Oh my god, I can't. He described the evening. <laughs> yeah, every time. Descreamed. He described the evening of the matricide as follows. <laughs> okay, now I'm gonna try to say this without stopping and without fucking okay. all the words. Please, anything I B E D is eved. <laughs> is that is there other words? Prescribed, described, imbibed, imbibed. <laughs> Ew, that makes me think of Justin Bieber. I don't like it. Tim Biebs? Fuck Stop yeah. trying to make that a thing. And they didn't taste like anything good. I didn't try any of them. Some, some one of the staffings brought them in. The stafflings. I love that for me. Okay, here we go. I'm serious. Okay. I didn't want to sleep that night. I wanted to stay awake because I was afraid. When I saw my mother open the fridge, I got scared and ran into the corner of the balcony, shouting. She had eyes like an owl. I realized that my mother was Satan. He had taken possession of her. She was already dead. My uncle, my brother had killed her and Satan had taken possession of her body. What I saw in front of me was my mother's body, but it wasn't her. I looked at the moon. An eclipse was just about to start. I started shouting, die, Satan, and I kept repeating it over and over. Then I grabbed him by the legs and I threw him out. He looked like a dummy. I know she died first. Maybe Satan came out of her while she was falling. I know because when she hit the ground, I saw another person, like my mother, next to the body, but she had the feet of an animal. I killed Satan to save the world. Sorry, so in that story, his mother was dead already, and then he killed Satan taking over his dead mother's body, and then his dead mother died first again, mm -hmm. and then an animal in his dead mother's deaded body came out. Deaded body? Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. the dead body well, was you know deaded what? further? Call me crazy. Go ahead. I don't think it's reasonable. To no, expect, I don't think any of this no, is reasonable. I don't think it's reasonable to expect that a delusion mm -hmm. follows appropriate chronological and logical order. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you have any thoughts before I tell you? I know you've been dying to know the C name. Yeah, I have, I'm dying to know the C name. Y'all have cunt. But I also, again... Wait, what did you just say? That's the word. That's the des description. That's the diagnosis. Official cunt. Bitch, I hate you so much. Why? Because when you were talking, I was like, I'm going to make, I'm going to say that the syndrome is cunt something. And I was trying to, th <laughs> and then I'm like, I, you you could read my mind. <clears throat> yeah. I'm Jesus. I'm Jesus. You have an owl eye. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Wee! Exactly. But I feel like a little Bitch, bit. I fucking can't. Yeah. These, okay. these syndromes are crazy to me. I also, for the second time, am caught by, like, the last thing that this woman hears is die Satan before she's hurled out a window all insane mm. by her child for whom she was just trying to get help. Mm -hmm. That's why you don't have kids. Oh, God in heaven, if you needed another reason. I would like you to guess the name of the disorder. Just make one up. It does start with a C and ends in a syndrome. Columel's disease. Columcile? Because yeah. fucking Mel Gibson? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Die, Satan! <laughs> Capgrass syndrome. Capgrass. Or delusion of doubles is Capus. a delusional misidentification syndrome. It is a syndrome characterized by a false belief that an identical duplicate has replaced someone significant to the patient. Could it be the patient? Or that would be something different. Well, they have, like, so he had, he was deluded that he was Jesus Christ, but, mm. like, he himself was Jesus Christ, not Jesus Christ replaced him. Got it, got it, got it. In Capgrass Syndrome, the imposter can also replace an inanimate object or an animal. <gasps> yep. That is now- My mother. That's now Smirnoff, not Twisted Tea. 
My mother. Contrary to earlier belief that capgrass mainly affects women, it occurs in both genders. It is widely regarded as the most prevalent of the yeah, delusional. Yeah, we saw it in two men, right? Like three mm. men. Mm. It is widely regarded as the most prevalent of the delusional misidentification syndromes and appears in psychiatric and non-psychiatric cases, including patients with brain damage. However, I argue that even though all of these were men, they're just probably more likely to kill because of it than the females. Hmm. Okay. Or more, more likely to choose lethal means. Anyway. Yes, exactly. Brain damage in the bifrontal, right limbic, and temporal regions can cause capgrass syndrome. Oh, temporal parietal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, just the, the brain. You know what? Get brain that, damage. Get that damage in the occipital lobe. Could we? So Then they're gonna, just blind. What, are you going to be blind? Okay. Who are you killing when you're your blind? Troubles. Your Nobody. own self. So. Getting hit by a truck? Yeah. Master Splinter? Fucking genius. He was fucking killing it. So. Well, those bitches were eating pizza. Mm-hmm. This brain damage leads to aberrant memory functions, l- 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 self-monitoring, and reality perception. Such- <laughs> was, was Master Splinter blind or did I just confuse him with also the three blind mice? <laughs> I think he's blind. Okay. He's, th- he's the leader of the three blind mice. Is it? There's something wrong with him in there? No, I just thought. <laughs> I hope no, he's not. And I love, too, that you were just like, yeah, absolutely. Well, blind because I think, he, I think he is. <laughs> He's the father of the three blind mice. It's congenital. No, he's not. He's not blind. Yes, he is. Fuck you. Yes, he is. No, he sure as hell isn't. There's nothing blind about him. Google. <laughs> hey, Google. Is, is Splinter, Splinter blind? Splinter blind? <laughs> it hurt me. <laughs> when you did that breathing, you're like... <laughs> You're still, you just bead rigid. Just bead. I can't get it. I can't get rid of it. You what? I can't get rid of it. What do you mean? Pull him. <laughs> Don't fight it. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Blind Bag Series 1. I don't think he was blind. He had a stick. <laughs> I thought there was a problem. Like, he was problematic in some... Not problematic. <laughs> like, he was problem. He was prejudiced the house down. Sermon teacher sensei. Some incarnations he's mutated or reincarnated. Blah, 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 blah. Sometimes known as Hamato Splinter. Just Google. Is he blind? Yeah, I did. It didn't come up with anything. It didn't even say yes or no? No. See, I Googled, is Master Splinter blind? And it was like... Human, formerly mutant brown rat. British brown. British brown? Reddish brown. <laughs> I really like you to dye my hair like British brown. Voiced by Hoon Lee. Okay, I guess he's not blind. Mm-hmm. I guess we're just fucking... We've confused all the rats. We're we are reddest. Mm-hmm. Bitch, get on my Everyone's head. Everyone's the same if you're a rat. Hmm. I don't even remember why we were talking about blind or master splinter, but go ahead. Because nobody's getting brain damage in the occipitals. Ah, yep. yep, yep. <clears throat> Perfect. It's because they're most protected. Carry there. on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Such neurophysiological deficits cause the seats. I almost said the feces. No, I almost said 
What the? I, no, there's a word I almost said. Mm-hmm. Such neurophysiological something. It was like a word that's that's a cinnamon to it. <laughs> that, do you see? I had to think yeah. to say it wrong. I got you. <clears throat> Whatever. The synonyms? <laughs> synonyms? <laughs> Such neurophysiological deficits cause an inability to integrate emotional information processing and facial recognition correctly. Besides schizophrenia mm-hmm. and schizoaffective disorder, Alzheimer's disease, dementia, Lewy body dementia, epilepsy, cerebrovascular accident, pituitary tumors, and advanced Parkinson's disease, patients can experience capgrass syndrome. Capgrass, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Hmm. Uh, okay. So there... What the... Oh, that's the thing. <clears throat> so there's a... Part what of the brain happened called, to me? God fucking damn. Oh, it happens all the time. It just goes all blank. No, I just did a weird thing with my fingers. There's a part of the brain called the fusiform face area. And I... Well, I understand that, like, if that got damaged, you would be, you would have difficulty recognizing anyone. I think it would also be hard to misidentify someone as someone else. Because you don't have any recognition of them at all so i think we get into it but what ends up (laughs) happening with this disorder if i think you're someone else the only way i will believe you are you is if i'm not looking at you and i hear your voice Hmm. there was actually an episode of maybe criminal minds where a guy had it and he killed someone in his family and then they had to do a whole thing where he was in like the interrogation room and his family spoke over the speaker and he knew it was them but if he saw them he wanted to kill them because he didn't think they were his family that's so great. So because of the propensity of violence in capgrass patients, it requires speedy recognition and timely intervention. This is named after mm. Joseph Capgrass, a psychiatrist of French Sorry, origin. Joe. Right? Capgrass. In 1923, Joseph Capgrass first defined the disorder in a paper that reported a case of a French origin woman who complained that her corresponding dub- that corresponding doubles had replaced her husband and other persons she knew. The woman also believed that there existed a double of herself. Sorry, she called the police about it? <clears throat> yep. An excuse urgency, me. sir. Excuse me. <laughs> I have some, some strange in my house. <laughs> At least she had the presence of mind to be like, this is weird. The uh, the authors referred to the syndrome as, it's French, illusion dissocies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> What's I? Banana. Wait, how do you say pineapple? Lanana. Lanana. I said banana. Dissocie? Yeah. Which translates to mean the illusion of lookalikes. Lookalikes, yeah, I don't. Initially, capgrass was regarded as a psychiatric disorder similar to delusions in schizophrenia. It was connected to hysteria as seen predominantly in females. Fucking wandering uteruses everywhere. How could you possibly know who anybody is? Yeah, impossible. Burson explained that capgrass differed from hallucinations, illusions, memory losses perceptual malfunctions, and disorientation. In the 1980s, organic brain lesions were identified in patients... Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me do this. Um, <clears throat> in the 1980s, organic brain lesions were identified in patients with Capgrass syndrome. Today, Capgrass is understood to be a psychiatric and neurological disorder in which the delusion primarily emanates from organic brain degeneration. Violence in Capgrass syndrome. As... A previous study has shown associations between Capgrass syndrome with aggression and homicide. Homicide was reported in 6% of the functional cases, which might indicate the delusion is riskier than first believed. Despite finding associations between aggression and functionality, 38%, rather than organic etiology, it was also frequent in the latter, 23%. Pandas, who did this study, also suggested, however, that the nonviolent Capgrass patients constitute the majority. 
In a review of 4,200 patients in 1983, most cases were determined to have threatened or shown violent behaviors toward a familiar person. Many also had neuromedical conditions present as confounding contributors. The violence occurs due to psychological regression. Treatment and management. Generally, delusional disorders are challenging due to poor patient insight. Lack of empirical data poses a significant challenge to manage Capgras syndrome patients effectively. Therapy with the support of antipsychotic medications is a common intervention. Management of Capgras includes establishing a therapeutic alliance while negotiating mutually acceptable symptomatic treatment goals. It involves expressing empathy and interest in the patient's predicament. It is also necessary to avoid confrontation of the Capgras syndrome. Another study has also shown that using medications appropriately to target the underlying disorder's core symptoms is an effective management strategy. Patients and hospitalization, nope, patient hospitalization is necessary if the patient is engaging in self-harm or violence. Identifying and treating comorbid psychiatric disorders is key to the management of Capras. Counseling patient and family education. Could you imagine? I can't imagine. And also, I wonder if any of the people... I mean, you touched on it in a couple of those cases, but I wonder if any of them had had any... Idea? Yeah, like, was there a violent outburst before and you're like, oh, this person's expressing some delusions. We'll take them to the psychiatrist. But if they had been like, not only is this person experiencing delusions, but also they've accused me. Like, if you had said specifically... Yeah, like, you're a fucking Frenchman. Yeah, I'm assuming they're not saying <clears throat> that's that. true because they don't want like he the doesn't know that i on. know that yeah. he knows oh yeah due to the risk of violence meted on the misidentified person it's crucial to assist capgrass patients caregivers by utilizing communication techniques counseling medicate counseling counseling medications counseling <laughs> comma medications and here take this cognitive behavioral <laughs> see me in the morning pop that pill <laughs> And problem-solving skills. Caregivers' feelings must be taken into consideration to reassure them. I wouldn't caregive the fuck out of you. If you thought I was somebody else, goodbye. Well, no, there's... You think I'm someone else. I shouldn't be around oh, you. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? But there's caregivers in that the family. Mm-hmm. Better auditory interaction is advocated. Such communication is aimed primarily to circumvent Capgras syndrome patients' difficulty connecting with caregivers through face-to-face encounters. The caregiver needs to announce themselves and communicate clearly while out of sight to establish better emotional ties. Turn your back. I'm about to deliver this meal. Please put on your blindfold. Uh The caregiver should self-evaluate to recognize gaps and strengths in managing the patient's condition while also relying on other family, friends, and relatives. Prognosis and complications. The onset of Capgras syndrome can occur concurrently or later than the initiation of the comorbid psychosis. A study following 20 Capgras patients found the resolution of Capgras syndrome symptoms after remission of the depressive disorder. The Capgras symptoms were more persistent in the schizophrenia patients that present, present with psychosis. If the onset of Capgras coincides with psychosis, the reappearance of the psychotic condition may return the Capgras symptoms. Capgras symptoms may result in intrapersonal and interpersonal conflicts along with poor social relationships. An individual with this kind of disorder is prone to self-harm and violence. There are also implications for the patient's family as the stress on the caregiver and stigma-related stressors could further compound the issue. Socioeconomic implications include the patient's inability to retain a job, which further impacts household members, including caregivers. In a nutshell, the Capgras syndrome poses a strain on the healthcare system and society. <clears throat> okay. Don't all chronic illnesses? But also, yes, I can see where this would be worse than some, but, like... Could you imagine? 
Like, even if there's no violence, but, like, all of a sudden, Jill thinks you're not you. You're fake. And somebody else is you. And then, like, every interaction is like, I know you're not you. Tell me one thing that only Ellen would know. Do you know what I mean? And well, it's like, or if they're even verbalizing that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe she's just talking, but she's, like, shifting. Looking yeah. shifty or, like... Or, like, not talking to you because... Yeah, not giving you any personal information. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, that's crazy. The Frenchman. The French The French Frenchman! <laughs> and she turns around and he's like, confirmation, motherfucking Frenchman. Exactly. Only a Frenchman would turn this around poor- when I call and his name. God, this poor woman was just trying to fucking do some dishes, which are, like, the worst household chore. Do you know what I mean? Like, ugh. And the fucking... That man was just stabbed to death with keys in his mouth. Yeah, that sounded very violent, that whole murder scene. What do you think is the weirdest? Capgrass. No. Yeah, Capgrass is definitely like... It's the scariest to me, too. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the most prevalent. Like, mm. it sounds like there's way more people that have this than either of the other two. Mm. Like, again, Coral leads to maybe sometimes people getting killed by Capgrass. But also not always. And then Capgrass seems like frequently there's violence or violent outbursts, at least, if not death. And then also... Like, Cotard, you just think you're dead. Yeah, but, like, think you're dead. Yeah. It's just you that's, that's being cool. affected. Mm-hmm. I mean, not cool, but, like, maybe you're happy <clears throat> well, about exactly. it. exactly. Yeah. So. Wild. Yeah. So these were all in the back? Like, these no. are all culturally specific? Or these are just like, all, like, the far so, reaches of... Koro, we were, in some other episode, we talked... Oh, because you said Kuru in a different episode. <laughs> and I was like, I call Koro. And so when I was trying to do Koro, I was like, eh, it's not a ton of information about it. So I was like, oh my God, but what about that one thing where people think they're dead? Like, I just knew about it. I don't know where I got it from. And I'm like, oh my God, the fucking thing. And they think the people are the other fucking people. <laughs> and so I researched them. You're in a K-kick, like Koro, <laughs> Kotard, co- Crazy Morbidity. shit. <laughs> Penises. Organs. Death. <laughs> yeah. So they're not, like, common, common. But right. the the impact especially of capgrass if someone you love has it or mm-hmm. you have it and like i always wonder and maybe it depends like if you're being medicated it, like are there ever lucid moments like where pretend i think you're the devil and i i'm beating you mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. at some point i'm like oh my god it's fucking ellen and then i feel bad like i don't know if it like once it's there it's just there when you were talking about that guy that pushed his mother out the window, I thought when you said that there was a moment of separate, like he was describing it and he was like, oh, then they separated and there was a person who looked like my mother. With animal hooves. Yeah. I, I really thought that was going to be like, and then her soul, I saw clearly, you know what I mean? Like I saw her, I know I killed her first mm. because blah, blah, blah. But then he was like, no. And then also hooves though. Yeah. So it, I just was like, oh, I was waiting for that. Like, oh, you saw that, but. It doesn't seem like that's the case. And because it's like the delusion, it's like persecutory, it's delusions of grandeur, like I'm Jesus, I'm going to save. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, it reminds me when I worked at the inpatient unit oh, very yeah. briefly. And the one guy, he was schizophrenic. And how he- do you get into the military if you're schizophrenic? I mean, maybe it's. I guess it could deli- TBI or also. Yeah, who knows? But he, I remember I walked in and. He thought he was Jesus Christ, Anakin Skywalker, and the devil. But, like, what does he say to you? Hello, my name is Joe. Well, I believe I'm... He didn't Christ. say anything to me, but I had heard him talking before. And then I walked by, and he was talking to the nurse, and he was like, she's beautiful. She's going to be my princess in the castle. I'm going to save her. Blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, they... Oh, yep. Thank you. It's like the worst hit on ever. <laughs> It's like, I don't want to be beautiful in this moment. Actually. You're like, I hate sand. Actually, I'm dead. (laughs) I'm rotting. 
You just be. I'm, I'm just bead. <laughs> I'm just bead rigid. Just bead rigid. Then immediately I bead rigid. <laughs> like, you can't see me. Before I was prescribed something for the rigidity. <laughs> Fucking prescribed. I don't even know what that is. It's my favorite. I love it so much. Please I, never lose it. Prescribed. But where did it? Where did it go? Hardly matter. It's almost as concerning as Cotard's. <laughs> Cotard's slash also prescribed. 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 No, two very alarming conditions. Honestly. Because I'm just stroking. But yeah, so. Yeah, those were crazy. I agree. I think Capgrass is probably the the most unsettling of them mm-hmm. all. Coro is the hardest to conceptualize. Yeah, and I'm like take a lot seriously. Of with that. And then the idea that people would like get beaten to death. Mm-hmm. Well, but I mean, think about it. Obviously, this is more concrete. But if I'm being raped in an alley and a group of frat boys come up and see it, mm-hmm. it's very likely that they're just or like child molesters. The people go find them and they just fucking kill them and shit like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that all makes sense it's just we can't understand how very clearly a man still has a penis and you've just killed someone yeah but it's because they don't stop to ask questions it's not like these people are being arrested held tried and then executed right it's just mob mentality you fucking penis dealer you guys are fucking rampant fucking gang of you i just wonder like how many it's called the cock ring <gasps> <laughs> Yes, I'm funny. How many decades would it take for hogs, please? People to understand like biology. Do you know what I mean? If you're saying like, okay, basic biology is known in this and this and this country, so they don't have Well, but that's why it's changing to impotency now. Mm. So like you can't see it. But if you believe in man like people believe in voodoo, putting curses on people. Like, so if you believe and if you think about it, if you are now scared that you're Dick doesn't work. Do you believe? And now you're with cops or a doctor and you're nervous. Your dick's not going to oh, work. Sure. So if enough, and then the second it does work, you're just like, well, the it's been lifted. But like, what is the logic behind like, oh, they gave it back? Like, well, probably they've been killed. And so now the dick has come back. So to now them. it just comes back because it's yeah. got no Or owner. they're scared for their lives or whatever. Hmm. Because what, like, what is the logic to assume anybody would take it anyways? Well, listen. And like, what do you expect... Like, I have to assume it's always given back because what are they going to do with it? What does the... <laughs> Wee! Throw it over the roof of a car? Like, Lorena? Like, yeah, that's all you got to do. It's the only thing we know. What, like, that's what I would... Like, it's obviously, you know, an attack of, like, on manhood. It's, like... Sure. Fucking but rams still. hitting heads to, like, fuck a bitch. But, like, what... Do, so do, is the implication, if I'm going to take your manhood, I make my manhood more? Like... Because you know what I mean? Like, what? tied to one another. Like, look at how long a dick I have. I know. You got the guy whose dick got stolen. <laughs> They're all modeled His, his grandmother's Woo! holding it so it doesn't shrink more. And this guy's fucking, <laughs> fucking, I was going to say John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Bobbitt when he got his fucking oh, bullshit surgery that on, fucked his no. dick. Like, you were, you lucked out so much that it worked after. And then and now you fucked like, your dick. You got monster dick. <sighs> Blue semen. Gross. Skin flex in the teeth. Oh, my God. No. No. <laughs> I don't know how to end this. I don't know how to drum us out of this. I don't know what you did to us here. I'm rigid. <laughs> I'm gonna prescribe you some fucking shit. Drums. <laughs> oh shit! I'm so stupid! Drums. Fuck my face. <laughs>